Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You have any freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live and happy treasure chest season to you and yours. We'll open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest for the first time on today's program and throughout the month of December. Welcome on in to Pirate Radio uh, Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And also watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. And we want to hear from you today, your thoughts on East Carolina heading to the Birmingham Bowl, taking on Coastal Carolina do you like the game? Do you like the opponent? What's your take? Let us know on Facebook Live and on YouTube or on the Pit Electric Live line at 317-1250. We'll talk some pirate hoops in hour number two. We'll hear what Mike Schwartz had to say earlier today. It'll be East Carolina on the road at UNCW coming up on Tuesday night. Pirates coming off a Friday night win against Campbell. So we'll hear from Mike Schwartz coming up later on in today's show. And Brian Bailey, Double B, will join us at 5 o'clock get his take on the pirates nfl and more so we got all that the treasure chest and your thoughts on today's edition of the show shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutt the big dog glenn griffin and to my left troy d hello troy hello clip good to see you how are you sir fantastic yourself doing well good good to hear i like that shirt thanks it's a hoodie but thanks never mind (laughs) Ellerby's here. Oh, oh speaking man, of nice uh, clothing, Ellerby, would is you that call a, that a coat or a jacket? That's a jacket. That's a starter jacket, if I know my. That is a nineteen like ninety four <laughs> starter jacket. Where'd you get that? Your dad's uh, closet. Well, I know Am you I probably right? thought I stole it from you, Troy D. <laughs> I had uh, one very similar. Oh, uh, I had to come back to you, but uh, yeah, cleaning out. Look the at old, this guy. The old parents' house, and I uh, thought I would have a little yeah. appearance here. Let's to see the Troy, back. Is Troy, it a PD on the back? Yes, this is the starter jacket. Strut and Petey on the back. Yes. Yep. So, so I had a jacket just like this. Did that I you? got from a football player from like the '94 Liberty Bowl or whatever. And we were, I was had a lot of stuff in my closet at the time. And at the time. At the time. No longer. And I was forced against my will to have to give it away to get rid of it to goodwill. Someone have you a gun point? Well, not anymore, but back then, possibly. Uh, and I, uh, so I lost my starter jacket, which is worth a lot of money nowadays. Oh, yeah. For real. I just got These offered, things are expensive. Just got offered 3000 for this one. <laughs> These things are expensive. <laughs> $3,000 at Goodwill, yeah. Troy D. How's that feel? Could be yours. God, I would have had a heyday going through your dad's old stuff. Yeah, so I, so I found this, and, uh, and, and there was a game ticket in it. It was the last time my dad wore this. All right, let me guess. It was the ECU football home game. But so I, I guessed, I don't know it. I guessed earlier he told me about the ticket. I was say, thinking 1997. No, I'd say uh, 2015, your dad probably. Jeez. Won. So yeah. that just tells you how long your dad wore the jacket, yeah. if that's yeah. the case. Oh, my when, dad got, got his money out of that. When did, <laughs> when's the last time he wore it? So, probably this year. And we're just assuming the last time he wore it. But uh, Troy D., I know this, this is probably not going to, you, you were close. 
This was Thursday, December 4th, 2014. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what game that was? Chandler, man. Thursday night, December 4th, 2014. Uh, Thursday night game in December. Wow. I'm going to go uh, UCF. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's the damn knee yes. game. Yes. I got it. Holy moly. Yeah, UCF. No yes. wonder he retired that jacket. It was actually yeah. an easy game to remember once I said the date. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, fail Mary. Fail yeah, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Now they don't even print tickets anymore. I know. So how about that? Not only is this this is weird that you have a ticket, but uh, you have this fresh 1990s starter jacket. See, Troy, this might this might look good in Birmingham. That would look good. Uh, Robert online says, "Do you have the Steve Logan uh, white towel to go with it?" No, but it just crouched down. Did, but this one did come with the did come with oh, the hood. It came, <laughs> so it's not the surprises zip, keep getting better and better here. But it kind of looks like <laughs> kind of look like a grape. It, yeah, but now it kind of looks like an old school helmet or whatever. You know, you know those puffy helmets they wear like at practice to protect themselves. Yeah. Now They're, concussion helmet. Yeah, that's like what we look like. Ellery's in concussion protocol here. If if you're really old enough, you know. I really feel like I feel like either Hans or Franz. Like you a here, pomp, you up. up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so very uh, puffy, very puffy, very warm. Yeah, probably not necessary to wear in the studio. Now this is like a cloth material. Mine was a little slicker, the one I had. Oh, yours must have been the knockoff. It was probably nicer, but yeah, I won't, you know, no knock on your dad. Well, you got yours for free from some football I, player I did. that you probably get uh, free picked time. up drunk downtown somewhere. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Bartered out his uh, jacket, but uh, I just thought I, would, I thought I would. Pop That's cool. In. I like it. Yeah. As you guys were talking bowl games, yeah. I thought this was very, very retro. And then the irony, you know, the kind of you ever find treasures like this in your pocket yeah. occasionally? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Every once in a while, I'll reach in my pocket and like I find a $20 bill I forgot was there. Same type of feeling. Every now and then. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I forgot this cash was in my pocket. I wonder who I forgot to pay. <laughs> Are you going to keep that ticket, Ellery? I don't know. They may put it on like Troy's desk. Just to, I know. You, I know you. This game. I'm gonna see if I can find game. the Marshall Bowl game ticket for mm, you too. And put these side mm. by side. It's like a freaking nightmare. I hate mm. to, not trying to be the negative guy here, but those were two games. Uh, Troy D definitely went to negative town. Yeah, on. I had a meltdown on those two. Yeah, big time. I've tried to time. control my emotions better. That was a younger Troy D. I try not to let uh, a football team dictate my attitude now. Okay. Well, that'll be good. How's the uh, Rodgers and Bears ownership going? Ter- <laughs> terrible. <laughs> have, have you talked to the Bears I'm ownership? Ho- I'm hoping he'll sell the team because <laughs> we're not doing very good. He gave you a salute yesterday, yeah. I saw. Yeah, exactly. I saw Virginia McClaskey is going to be 100 years old, uh, I believe, next year. Hmm. 100 years old and still kicking. They That's said, how old you'll be when they win the Super Bowl again. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> they won't sell the team until something happens. Not that we wish any ill will on Virginia McClaskey, but... Uh, she's not going to sell the team, but they're saying her heirs will. Like they, there's too many of them. They just want to get their money, and this is a good time for them to sell. And they'll be, you know, freaking bazillionaires. That'll change sell. it. I'm sure they're struggling right now till they're. No, but I, I think under new ownership, the Bears could be successful again. I'm talking about the McClaskeys, the family. I'm sure they're not going to have the best Christmas ever because their grandmother still owns the team. Ellerby, uh, Pirate Hoops back in action Tuesday night. Saw you at the game on Friday. I was. I was easy to find. You said you were going. Troy, you were up in the air. Did you end up going? Yeah, I was not able to go. I had a conflict. Conflict. Yeah. So I was not there. Were there any Dreyfuses there? I'm curious. There were no Dreyfuses there. I saw two there. Oh, that I knew of. (laughs) (laughs) Were there? Right in front of me, actually. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. At least you. somebody came in your stead. Yeah. Yeah. That you were unaware of. I was, no, I was unaware of. All right. 
Uh, fair I was, enough. I was off duty that night. So. I will not be going to Wilmington tomorrow. Ellery? Not can't make it. Troy D? Uh, no. All right. Three no's yeah. for Wilmington. Yeah. But uh, all right. Fair enough. I did see the picture Chandler took of Jonathan like, just in the section by himself. He had a whole section. The yeah. I almost section. sent it to uh, the Twitter feed, Empty Seats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I was like, that's the type of stuff they put out there. Well, if you're not at the game, you probably shouldn't taunt the fans. I know. That that's why I didn't game. want to do it. I yeah. was like, that could backfire, and I don't want to make ECU basketball look bad just because no. making fun of LRB. Just kind of hanging out, you know, yeah. enjoying some time. Did you stay myself. the whole game? Yeah, I did. It was actually ended up. The Pirates had a big double digit. I thought you were going to message yeah. me if and, you were going to go. And then. Uh, yeah, LRB, why didn't you? You didn't, you didn't message me. He you didn't gone. listen to Pirate Radio Live. <clears throat> I assumed you weren't going. You, <laughs> Clip, how many times have you asked me if I'm going to East? Ask, ask me if I'm going to East. Ask me if I'm going Sunday. Are you going to be at the game uh, Sunday? No, I'm not. I'm okay. not He's not going Sunday, Troy. So, okay. so there's your message. Are you going Sunday? Clip, honestly, man, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I can't plan that far ahead right now. <laughs> He's not sure what's happening in the next segment. Yeah, I'm just trying to get through this hour. How about this? Troy D. I'm committed to you for an hour. I appreciate that. And Troy, then we'll go from there. Troy, are you going to the Birmingham Bowl? Uh, I'm planning to. I do have plans to go to the bowl. Okay. Yeah. He's making yeah. progress. I've, and I've, I've he doesn't done, know what he's doing Sunday, but he knows what he's doing December well, 27th. that's important. I think those are things that, you know, involve ECU traffic. basketball, not important. <laughs> Understood. Well, I mean, basketball is a, is a game time decision. You can make that decision mm-hmm. 10 minutes before tip-off and still be there. Troy, are you going to the sold-out ECU baseball banquet? <laughs> yes. See? All right. Yeah, because that, that's important. Making progress. <laughs> yes. I am going. Find the pecking order here. I will be on the uh, PA mic Sunday, by the way, in Mojis. Okay. So you, I don't know if that sways you, you one you, way or the you other. You will be paid to uh, be at ECU basketball, correct? Sure. Yeah. And I was unpaid Friday night in the right. previous home if, game. If I, I could get, if I was paid to attend, I would go to every game if they would pay me okay. to be there. Yes. I would. A lot of people are paid to be there. I go either way. Yeah. Clip, what do you think of the Birmingham Bowl announcement? Uh, it's all right. I don't like the date. Like, just personally, I don't like the date. Uh, because we were going to have the day off anyway. So, like, I would have rather not day. come in. So, yeah. you were pulling for Gasparillo.com? Yes. I was pulling for a day where yeah. I would have had to work. So. You, lo- you lose a uh, a day off. Correct. On a personal level. That's hard. Yeah. Pretty good so, kickoff time. Uh, personal level, didn't like it. I, kickoff time's decent. I like the opponent. A lot don't. I think it's an interesting regional game. I will say, though, this out of all the bowls, and we speculated all last week of, of the options that were out there. And just being, and let me preface this by saying I'm glad he's using a bowl. I, I think it's a great opportunity for us to finish the season on an up note and an eight win season. But of all the bowls, this was kind of last on the pecking order for just about everybody I talked to as far as there, if you had your choice of what was available, realistic. Um, nobody had on their bingo card, yes, I want Birmingham Bowls my first pick. So it's kind of like it almost felt like uh, I think a lot of people were just some folks were excited about Fenway because of the new location or the fact that it was in a historic baseball stadium. A lot of people like the idea of Tampa because of the location and uh, time. A lot of folks liked the Myrtle Beach situation because of the location and the ease to get to. I, there was very little to no buzz about Birmingham. There's honestly not yeah. a lot of chatter about it. I heard yeah. you and Bailey talking about earlier about mock drafts and mock yeah. bowl selections. This one didn't like start coming on board till very at the it, very very end. And, and as I said, I don't want to diminish it, but it does feel like we almost got the leftovers. Like okay, well we got to fill it with somebody. We'll just put ECU in there. But if the yeah. Birmingham Bowl would have been mentioned earlier, if it had been the option, because it was really really more Fenway military. Myrtle Beach it was were kind of the hot names, and then Gasparillo gained some steam, and yep. then. But if Birmingham would have been mentioned early, 
then maybe people could have prepared themselves a little bit more for it. Yeah. And I, do, I will say this, and maybe it's because it was undecided up until late. They wanted to see what happened with UCF and Tulane. The, be able to keep it under wraps until Sunday was pretty, officially, it was pretty impressive. You know, usually don't see that with ECU Bowl games. Maybe they anyway. kept under wraps because they knew everybody was going to be mad. <laughs> Just saying. I know. I'm saying I think they kept it under wraps even for East Carolina officials, like the conference slash ESPN. I, I predict it will be a highly watched game, but a low attended game by Pirate fans. I'd say that's fair. Yeah. Very I, fair. I, I mean, I think there'll be obviously a lot of interest in it for ECU fans. And it's a, the one thing I do like about it, it's an ESPN slot on the mothership game three on espn that day it's a it is in the night game 6 45 it's i believe at that time we're the only bowl game playing yeah so there's not like there's other games competing with it well the least. one be- assuming the one before us is done not right like quadruple overtime uh so it'll go you know starts around seven ish it'll take you you know right through you know probably what eight nine to you know end around nine thirty ish ten so, I mean, I think that's a good time. You know, if you're into sports and college football, we're the only show in town that way. Absolutely. So, I do like that. Uh, it is in the newer stadium at Birmingham, which is a positive. Not at Legion Field. I've been at Legion Field multiple times. It is an absolute dump. No offense to friends that like no. Legion Field. It was Field. terrible back in 2014. It was awful. They put everybody Who are you once. offending? I, I don't know. I figured there's one person. Birmingham. Somebody out there. Mr. Out. Legion, I guess. I, no, I went to the Iron Bowl back in 1962. Legion, Legion feels a dump. So this is, I'm kind of, this new stadium sounds like it's much nicer. Um, Get a preview of our uh, new conference field. I wonder if Skip will be down there. Skip Holtz. Well, know, he right? coaches the, yeah. uh, I was what is the, USFL, the USFL. Stallions. Stallions. The Birmingham Stallions. Yeah. So Skip's backyard. And it is, and another positive, it is drivable. Nine yeah. hours. We're, we're, Making plans to uh, to probably do that through a vehicle and not have to fly. Oh, not taking the moped this year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> with, with your so, suitcase of IOUs, where, where's Lloyd? <laughs> um, I gotta ask you, are you getting hot? <laughs> I love how you've kept it on. I know. Right. I mean, you've got for our radio audience. He's full hoodie on and everything. Yeah, it's a puffy starter jacket from the nineties. Which, by the way, still looks very like it still looks good. You kind of like Ralphie, like you can't yeah. really move in it. Like you look kind of tight with it. Is it hard to move around? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Can we do some overhead claps? <laughs> you, you ever see Stay Puff, the marshmallow? You know, like that thing at Ghostbusters. I have kind of yeah. a little bit of that going on. Yeah, in purple. You know, I kind of I'm kind of vibing right now. I like it. I kind of feel like my face is turning a little red. It might be heating up a little bit. Yeah. You know. My wig's at a kind of all-time high right now, so uh, <clears throat> but I'm uh, having a good time. So go Pirates, you know? Yeah, looks good. You laugh now, but no, uh, I like it. when you're in Birmingham I, on the sidelines, and it's... I'm a little jealous that, that I was forced to get rid of mine, or otherwise I could have it. We could have been like starter jacket twins. Man. Would have been cool. What could have been? been a great what an honor that would have been. Man. <laughs> right, Jonathan? Golly. I just... Uh, that would have been so cool. We had Buddy the Elf here Friday. <laughs> now I'm in a starter jacket on Monday. What's going to happen the rest of the week? Craig folks? says you look a little bit like Grimace. From, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you got a Grimace vibe going on right now. At least no one's made a Barney comment yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yet. Yet. Uh, Who else are your favorite purple characters of all time, folks? What are? Weigh in. Would you rather be Grimace or Barney? 
Uh, Kenny Curlin's wondering, will you have a fifth quarter call-in show after the bowl game? Kenny, uh, i got to tell you this. Uh, Kenny, i got to tell you. This has got to be the dumbest this question is, you've is. ever asked. What are you Kenny? doing, Kenny? What type of dumbass is that is asking a question uh, like that? Uh, Kenny, you're a friend of mine. He but is a Cowboys I'm sorry, but you're on probation after that question. Are you still sick, Kenny? Do you not think we're going to do a fifth quarter call-in show after a bowl game? What this is guy. Wrong? What is wrong with you, Kenny Curlings? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I'm going to say you are sick still, and you need... To go back to bed, yeah, because you're not thinking straight, man. Are you doing a fifth quarter call-in show? I, you know, come on, man. Guys, you should have given. Like, him you're the, better than that, Kenny. Let's take it easy on Kenny. He calls every single show. You got to give him the Ditka answer there. Yes. Next. 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 Yes. Ask the trainer. Next. Yeah. Is Kenny, like, should Kenny be allowed to call in on I, that show? I feel like he almost. We should give him some type of probation over this. <laughs> like, who's the coach? Are you talking about practice? Are you talking about fifth quarter? Post game? Post game? Post game. What are you, an idiot? Kenny might still be drunk from seeing Mikel Buckville tonight. So. Yeah. Well, actually, he did say uh, hungover, I believe. So uh, I did see Kenny. Let's just go ahead weekend. and put it out there that the four hour Bud Light pregame tailgate will start at 245 that day. 245 will be on after the game on yep. the fifth quarter. For yes. the final USA, the fifth quarter of the season. That's right. We'll put a bow on it. And uh, everybody but Kenny is welcome to call in. <laughs> and the first full edition fifth quarter in what in quite some time seven eight years eight years eight long years yeah. let's we take us back to last year clip rock when you showed up at the studio ready to go on the air and then canceled yeah i was really disappointed. we did do a twitter space oh uh, yeah live from annapolis which was well received very yeah people are still talking about it yeah it was the biggest one until elon musk joined one over the weekend that i listened to i listened to that whole twitter space by the way that was pretty cool what did you pick up from that uh they someone asked him if he's worried about his safety because you know he's kind of li- peeling the curtain back on all the twitter stuff that they've done kind of shady and illegal did you um, uh, you didn't ask him about why we got suspended two or three times. <laughs> no, well, it's funny it's funny you guys mentioned that because we got suspended and they gave no reason why or what to do to fix it one of his things he said in this twitter space for real he's like we're going to be more transparent if people get suspended they need to know why and how to restore their account he said that's one of his top priorities now and i said well amen brother because these twitter jerks before him suspended our account for no reason because it was an nfl you know uh, logo violation which we have the rights to carry the nfl on weekends by the way it was really kind of just a, a computer glitch we did a hard nine it's, months in twitter jail yeah for no reason and uh that's the type of stuff he's trying to get away from so uh, he he wants to be transparent. So I did I I did get that as a takeaway that he doesn't want stuff like that anymore. That he wants a clear path to this is a reason why, which they never really gave us a reason. We eventually found out uh, months later, and then how to restore it. Oh, it took so multiple multiple emails and a lot of patience. But uh, the Pirate Nation supported us and jumped on our backup fake account. We got like yeah a couple thousand followers there. So yeah. anyway, oh, someone asked if he's worried for his safety, and he said, well, you know. Not really, but if if uh, if it ever gets brought up, he is not interested in suicide. That uh, he does not going to. All right, let's get back to football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a, very interesting. That was a, Maybe a, we need to get him a starter jacket. He'll feel real safe. Well, but, in this you know, sometimes he just wants to make it. Uh, okay, all right. Someone tries to frame him. You know. All right. Good. Any? I mean, anything else? It's uh, that's in the news. That's a story. I know. Sure Do you want to keep talking about it? Or no? I was just answering your question. 
Any, you're right. It, <laughs> I don't know if there was a question. I think I you, was, there we, wasn't. We, 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 we said that we did a Twitter space after the game live from Annapolis, and you said it was the biggest one in the history. Elon Musk. And then you said until Elon Musk did his this past weekend. Yeah. So I guess we're in second place now, Clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Kenny will be here after the game. See what you started with your dumb question? Way to go, Kenny. Thanks, Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. Uh, John Moody said that he proposes that he cannot win in the treasure chest this year. Ooh, oh. That's a big wow. right there. Wow. Wow. John, boy. We're going to have to go Easy. to the uh, Speaking of which, Court we, of Appeals to see if that's... Harsh, yeah. John. Have we even uh, promoted that the uh, TC is going to be open sometime yeah. in the next... Uh, yes, we have, we'll LRB. Show before you rudely While you were us. looking in the mirror at your cool jacket, <laughs> we were talking about that. Sorry, I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm sweating to death <laughs> currently. Yeah, good, news, good news, Troy D. It's a good way to lose weight for not a dessert guy. I know. Actually, I was thinking about that. Or you could hide a lot of desserts in these jackets. You know how many pockets is in here? Yeah. You've got three cakes in that right pocket. I mean, you could put some donuts right here. Well, the I ticket think. was inside, right? You yeah. got pockets inside. Yeah. There might be a honey bun in here. You want me to check it? Did my dad no. have a little blood, little I just blood noticed that Wait, so it, And it's got a summer jacket on, too. If yeah. it does have a honey bun in it, then that is Troy's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we can run down the prizes real quick. Yeah. You want to do that? Sure, go ahead. Let's do it. Uh, Shirley, will you join me in this excursion? Uh, yes. All right, she will. All right, your prizes, which will open it up hour three of today's show for the first time, are for the 2022 Pirate Radio Treasure Chest, a $100, $150 gift card from Baltic Sug Furniture. 12 pizzas from Papa John's. One free year VIP subscription to Hoist the Colors. $100 gift card from Familia. $100 gift card and gift basket from Beauty Bar Medispa. $100 gift card from Chico. $100 gift card from Wings over Greenville. $50 gift card to Aiden Country Club and two dozen Titleist Pro V1 golf balls from Brandon Manning and Farm Bureau of Winterville Insurance. Who wrote this? Branding. Branding Manning and Farm Brewer? LRB's all about branding. They okay. had that on the brain. Uh, $100 <laughs> gift card from Tiebreakers. <laughs> We're branding Brandon. $100, $100 cash and a t-shirt from Sparky Snowballs. Bud Light Fire Pit Cooler and Tailgate Chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Natural Light Can Jam Set Cooler and Tailgate Chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Bud Light Carolina Panthers Cornhole Boards from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Baker Mayfield not included. Tailgate Party for 10 and gift ca- a gift basket from Parker's Barbecue. A Pirate Fan Gift Basket from UBE. $100 gift card to Coco Sports Bar. One $25 gift card to Christie's Euro Pub, the Tap House, the Sidebar, and Jarvis Street Bottle Shop. $100 total. $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. $100 gift card to Shimmer Boutique. All awesome. That. Awesome. Stations for winners. Best list of prizes ever. This year. Yeah. I think be. so. I think it's just gotten bigger and bigger. Like Ellery's coat. And, and look, don't and don't mind the typo. Jonathan typed this out in that starter jacket, so it's hard to tie. <laughs> yeah, Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. Someone else gave him a comparison. Let's see, we had uh, Grover. You think he looks like Grover? Grover's, Grover's blue. He's yeah. blue. All right, yeah. that's some Stephen. Stephen Allen thought you look like Grover. Mm, maybe he's wearing his starter jacket. <laughs> maybe he needs to adjust his coloring on his. He's, uh, he's blueing out too. Your computer. Check your glasses, Stephen. Yeah, it's purple. Yeah, Grover uh, was blue. Mm-hmm. Was there a purple? There were, well, there was the purple. Uh, I don't know if there was a purple guy on Sesame Street. Snuffleupagus. Uh, Snuffleupagus. What no, color was he? He was brown. No, he was brown. Uh, yeah. He's like I, a, I'm thinking of uh, Grimace from McDonald's. Grimace. We talked talk, yeah. talk about Grimace and Barney, but I don't think there was a purple person on Sesame I don't think Street. So. Mm-hmm. 
Man. I love the Swedish chef on that show. Abby Cadabby's kind of pink. On Sesame with Street? Oh, I'm thinking Muppets. I get Sesame Street and Muppets mixed up all the time. Uh, there is Phil Phil. <clears throat> it was a shaggy purple monster. On is Sesame there a Street. purple Muppet? That's a Ses- Sesame Street. I know. I'm just asking for the Muppets. Well, you seem to be the Muppet around. guy. Let's go to our I, Muppet guy clip. I can't think of it. I, 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 I loved the Muppets growing up. I thought they were funny. Then. When are you going to grow The Swedish up? chef was my favorite. Gorgon Heap. Pardon? Gorgon Heap is a purple monster f- from the Muppets. Right. Things you learn every What's day. What's he look like? Um, Google it up. That's not him. Jeez. So what? talk more about that Elon Musk chat. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we take a break? I got to get out of here. And, all right, uh, jacket boy. So I'll let you guys resume all this uh, great bowl talk uh, predictions. Coming up, we will break the seal on 40 bowls in 14 days. Mm, Troy D gets the first one. Troy D will get our he first gets the Bahamas one. Bowl? He gets the Bahamas Bowl. He's shooting a jump shot. I don't so know why. Does Troy, <laughs> D, does Troy D know who's in the Bahamas Bowl? Do I? No, that's why I'll make it even better. We'll mm. find out yeah. when we return. On Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday, talking bowls and more. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, good call by John on YouTube. The count is purple on Sesame Street. Oh, oh, oh yes. Uh, one, two, three, four T-Bulls in 40 <laughs> days. All right, the count. Thank you, John, for that. We were talking about purple uh, puppets uh, with Jonathan Ellerby wearing the big, puffy starter jacket from the uh, circa early, mid-90s, I guess. Yeah. So uh, I I just can't see it and not think back to the time I lost mine. Emotional time. Makes me sad. Yeah. Because I didn't want to give it up, but I was forced to. But, Troy, I tell you what can lift your spirits this holiday season. What's that clip? watching the nutcracker live you're right about that and you can do so in greenville north carolina this weekend let's go to the pit electric live line and on line one we've got uh kelsey from the nutcracker kelsey are you with us surely do we have uh kelsey pulled up hold on one second all right kelsey can you hear us hey yes hey sorry i think that was a mess up on our end great to have you with us uh welcome back to the show how you been I've been great. Thank you so much for having us. This is a uh, big year for you guys with the Nutcracker here in Greenville on the campus of ECU at Wright Auditorium. The 30th anniversary Dance Arts has been putting this on. That's incredible. Congratulations on your achievement. Thank you so much. Yes, we're looking forward to a wonderful weekend. So folks that want to come out to be a part of it, let's get all the details, Kelsey. How? When is it exactly? 
and how can they get tickets and give us all the details this year. Okay, first we have our December 10th, Saturday at 2 o'clock matinee, and Saturday at 7 o'clock evening performance. And then we have a third performance on Sunday at 2 o'clock for the matinee. You can go online this year to tickets.ecu.edu to purchase tickets. We also have our website, nutcrackerballetdat.com. You can also go through that as well. And we would love to just fill the the seats of Wright Auditorium this year. It's a, it's truly a magical holiday tradition for so many. And I know uh, in the past, y'all have always donated the net proceeds to local charity, maybe the Children's Hospital, if I remember correctly. Are you doing something similar this year? We are doing that again. We have actually raised over 275000 for the Children's Hospitals of Eastern North Carolina. Wow. And, you know, we want to just continue that tradition and to really give back. What's so special about this is that our cast of 125 is made up of kids. So our motto is really kids helping kids. In addition, we bring in guest artists from all over the world so that the North Carolina Academy of Dance Arts students also get an opportunity to perform on stage with professional ballerinas. It's, it's truly a wonderful experience for all involved, from parents to grandparents and the kids on stage. Yeah, I've seen the show before. It's at its first class and uh, great entertainment, especially here for in Greenville. Uh, a lot of folks know your family uh, and your mom, uh, Cheryl Tipton, who's run Dance Arts for so many years. Did she start this the first year? Is is Dance Arts also in its 30th anniversary, or did she no, did this start afterwards? It started after. So this is actually a special year for the studio. This is the North Carolina Academy of Dance Arts 45th year, wow. and it's our 30th year of the Nutcracker. Our first Nutcracker was actually in 1985. However, we used to do it every other year until 2001, and that's when we started donating to the children's hospitals. And since then, we've raised, you know, more than 275000 So it's just been an amazing experience and way for us to give back to the community. That's awesome. Once again, going on this weekend, so for folks, uh, they can go on ECU's website. I think, what is it, tickets.ecu.edu? Did I get that right? That is correct. And you can order your tickets there. Everything's probably digital nowadays. Be on your phone, nice and easy. Um, they email it right to you. Perfect. No waiting. And uh, we'll try and give some tickets away later this week, Kelsey, too. We'll hook up that with you. amazing. Yeah, we'll give some. Uh, we'll try and do some uh, later on this week for folks as a uh, promo and a reminder that that's going on Saturday and Sunday. Of course, the matinee is available, too, for folks. But uh, good luck with this. That's awesome. Congratulations on 30 years of the Nutcracker Ballet here in Greenville. You guys do an awesome job, and I appreciate you uh, letting folks know about it on PRL today. Thank you so much, Toy. We appreciate it, and we hope to have you and have a wonderful day. All right, sounds good. That is Kelsey with the Nutcracker clip. I think didn't your daughter performing this one year? Mm-hmm. You said, "Yep, yeah." She doing it this year or not no, this year? Negative. Yeah, and you've you've attended this before, of course I have. Yeah, big Nutcracker guy. Yeah. In fact, I like uh, actual nutcrackers. Like, I think they're a cool, yeah, a cool Christmas decoration. uh, Yeah, yeah. Like of all the Christmas decorations, yeah, I think nutcrackers could be. Do you like putting them like at your front door type of deal, or you know, mantle just anywhere? Yeah, fireplace. Yeah, Yeah. right. Just the nut like of all the Christmas decorations. Yeah like power rankings they would be in my top five yeah. easy i've had alan thomas come over and just stand in front of my door before dressed in a <laughs> hey, 
That's a living nutcracker. Well, he, all, he could be anything. He'd be an elf. <laughs> like, that's in a green hat. Yeah. And, yeah. His, uh, He's got a lot of characters he could be at Christmas. That'd be nice. You could probably hang them on your tree and the tree not fall over. He's a good you tree could put, topper. Could put them on your. <laughs> he could be at the top. Put them on your mantle. At the elf. Yeah, he's watching the kids always. He's always there. All right, uh, all right. Thanks to Kelsey for that. Yeah, so I'll get some tickets, guys, hey, and we'll get, uh, do Troy. a promo. Yeah, you have a uh, special guest uh, on line one. I'm sorry, I'm not taking calls today. <laughs> Hold on, uh, special guest. Say hello to Troy. Dad? <laughs> oh no! Not again! Oh no! I'm not your dad. This That's is a nutcracker. This is Buddy. Buddy, is this Buddy the Elf? Yes, Buddy. The, I'm your, your, I'm your son. Buddy, it was great seeing you Friday. We appreciate you hanging out, but one day a week's enough. Well, this is a new week. <laughs> well, that was going to be next Friday. We're going to let you hang out. <laughs> Mom's still waiting on her check. She says that you're a cotton-headed nanny muggin. So. What's, what's your answer to that? Wait, what? I'm cotton-headed ninny muggin'. Ah, you're from the movie. <clears throat> I need a translation. I don't know what he's talking about. Have you not seen the movie Elf? I mean, it's been a while. Okay, well, <laughs> it says you're not a good person. Oh, okay. Well, it depends who you talk to. I, I'm, we we miss you, Dad. <laughs> Is that where you were Friday night instead of ECU basketball? Hang no, on. actually, I talked to Buddy the Elf. And was thinking about going to the game with Buddy the Elf, but he backed out on me. Oh, no. Isn't that right, Buddy? Buddy, you backed out. You said you couldn't go, correct? You sit on a throne of lies. That is not. You want me to read the text? (laughs) I'll show the clip wrong. He's got receipts. Yeah. You want to come clean right now? (laughs) I thought it would have been awesome to sit with Buddy the Elf at the game. Because they would be like, "Oh my god, hey, hey buddy, <laughs> buddy, buddy, the elf there." And then, oh, buddy, your cool. dad's an angry elf. <laughs> He's an angry elf. I thought that would have been good. That way, I could have proven I was at the game. Yeah, I sat next to Buddy the Elf. You know, there'd be no misunderstanding. Buddy, we're opening up the uh, treasure chest in hour three today. Treasure chest, yes, the treasure chest. Yep, it's coming. So get ready. Very excited. All right, Dad. I'll see you later. <laughs> there is Buddy the Elf. See you, buddy. I thought it was going to be our other elf friend, honestly. <laughs> That's what I thought was going to happen, but it was Buddy. All right. Good to hear from Buddy. Uh, just saw a tweet. He'll, he'll just bust in the studio when he wants to. True. Yeah. Just saw a tweet from uh, Brett McMurphy. He says he's waiting to see when there's going to be the first team that turns down or cancels their bowl game because they don't have enough players because they've all entered the portal. God, you know, I mean, that's... I'm We're about two or three years away from that, probably. God, no kidding. Um, Also, Brett McMurphy tweeted today the first bowl projections for 2023. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Where are we, Troy? Let's talk about it. Are we in? Can we get in? So, uh, I tell you what, to... uh, Let's talk bowls. All right, let's Let's pick a bowl game. All right, let's do it. Let's pick a bowl game. By golly, let's do it. Shirley, crank up the music. It's 40 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days. I forgot this. How great it makes you feel. 14 days. It's bowl season, baby. 40 bowls in 14 days. But then it makes a turn right here. It's coming up. 14 days. It's getting ready to get violent right here. Crank it up. Here we go. Yeah! 
Sounds like something I go with listen to. 40 balls! In 14 days! 40 balls! In 14 days! Johnny Town. All right. You know, can I count them real quick to see how many yeah, there are this let's year? Do, let's actually? do it. All right. Two. I don't think we're going to pick that one. What do you mean? Two, four, six. That's a bowl, though. Eight. Not really. Ten, 12. It's not an FBS bowl. Okay. So you're only doing D1 bowls. FBS. D, I call it D1. I know, but that's not what it is. Okay. Two, okay, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. 14, 16, 18, 22, 4, 6, 8, 30, 2, 4, 6, 8, 41, and the championship makes 42. So it's actually 41 bowls we're picking yeah, in 14 days. Yeah. Right all over it. Troy, you get the first bowl of the year. That's very exciting. 11.30 a.m. What a kickoff wow. time. Oh, my God. That's awful. On a Friday morn. Are you serious? Friday, December 16th. It is the Bahamas Bowl, ESPN, and we've got Miami of Ohio taking on UAB. The only thing good about this bowl is the location club. It's a terrible time to be playing a bowl game. Something on if you have TV at work. Yeah. We'll turn it on here. Uh, I tell you what, I've got a tie to Miami, Ohio. I could speak to this. My first cousin, who's like a brother to me, went to Miami, Ohio for um, grad school. I have a brother who's like a cousin to me. <laughs> I'm going with the Red Hawks. All right, the Red Hawks over the Blazers. For those of you that don't know, that's Miami, Ohio nickname. Formerly the Redskins. The Redskins. Yes. That's right. So you're taking the Commanders, a.k.a. the Red Hawks, over UAB. Yeah, I just just feel it. All right, Troy, you're in. I'm going with my gut instinct this year. I imagine you're going to have <clears throat> a lot more picks here. So that's just so. one of yeah. many. I'll what, do another uh, one if you like. I feel like you did pretty good last year with your picks. Yeah. What future Hall of Fame quarterback is an alum from that school, from Miami, Ohio? Uh, NFL? Yes. Um. Hmm. Went to Miami, Ohio. Is, it, is he? How? What decade? Uh, he just recently retired. Two thousands, two thousand tens. Hmm. You've had issues saying his name in the past. Oh, Big Ben. Yes, <laughs> that's ben right. Ben Roethlisberger. Yep, yep. Big Ben. Yeah, he did correct. go there. That's right. All right. Good. Well. Good recall, Chan. We'll throw in a little Chandler's trivia with our 40 bowls in 14 days. A new wrinkle this year. I, for each school, whoever chooses that school, I'll have to say, all right, here's a notable alumni. Did you know? Did, did, yeah. Who went to this school? You'll have to go alum, yeah, or just some some kind of tidbit. Just some sort of fact. I was yeah. watching something online, and they were they brought back the – remember as a kid on NBC, the more you know with the stars, like – They've brought that back now. They've they've done those like not running the old ones but doing new ones. Mm -hmm. The more you know, hmm. so this could be like Chandler's "The More You Know" segment. Mm -hmm. We need to get that sound to use behind it. Mm -hmm. All right, there you go. This is how great segments are born, people. Yeah. Um, there is a bowl coming up that we'll pick either today or tomorrow. The Fenway Bowl, 
Cincinnati taking on Louisville. You know what is unique about this bowl, Troy uh, D? Well, it's coached by the same guy. <laughs> the first bowl ever <laughs> to have one coach. For both teams. <laughs> this is very unique. I saw this. I was like, what? where's his allegiance? Who, you know, his, his guys are on one side. His future guys are on the other side. It's really weird in case you haven't been following the story. Yeah. He's Scott. going to stand in the one of the end zones right in the middle right, and have like half of his shirt's going to say so, Cincinnati, half is going to say Louisville. So the Louisville coach, Scott has, Satterfield, has agreed to become the Cincinnati coach, but they're playing each other in a bowl game. And that, I guess, transition has the, the torch hasn't quite been passed yet because he's not. Is he coaching in this bowl game at all? No. He has so, taken right. himself out of the equation. <laughs> it's too weird. Yeah. Like, and you know how I feel about this, about these guys once they move on to another school, coaching the old school, you know. You, you want him to move on. Well, that, right. that's what he's doing, basically. Right. He, basically, right. And Because and when I, you're, you don't just take over the team, you have correct. an interim coach. That's right. So they're doing it the right way. Yeah. As I far wonder, as uh, Cincinnati. I wonder who Louisville's interim head coach will be because there is a former pirate assistant on that staff Darrell in, Sims. in Darrell Sims yeah. so he is the uh, assistant coach and running backs coach currently so but you would think that he's going to be going for the school that he's helped get there that he's going to sit back and and root for Louisville uh, I don't know man well he's going to be wearing if anything Cincinnati gear yeah, will they interview him at like during this that, game? That's the thing. Well, we need to worry about interviews during our game well, because you know last time East Carolina was in the Birmingham Bowl, Jim McElwain was about to take over the Florida job. He did like a segment. I mean, a, a he did a quarter. Yeah, like yeah. the third quarter, yeah. he did an interview during the game. Yeah. This year, Coastal Carolina is uh, their coach is gone to Liberty, so there you. And who did they bring in? Which Tim Buck? Beck. Oh, yeah. Tim State Be- NC State offensive coordinator. Who, who they hate. Who him. NC State fans are glad to see yeah. leave Raleigh. Which, by the way, how about the Liberty paying? Did I see this right? $4 million a year? I thought Bailey said six earlier. Are you no, s- I, I heard four. four. I, I, okay. heard, I saw four in all the reports I've seen. But, you know, Bailey's getting a little bit older. so. No, he might have said four. I might have misheard. Um. At four million a year to coach Liberty. That's a lot. That's insane. Like I, I said I, earlier, that that offering plays is overflowing. God He's filling the shoes of Hugh Freeze. How about so now? Deion, now the biggest move in college football to me is Deion Sanders. How, 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 how wow. weird of a move I, is I, that? I, I've been look. I don't watch a lot of these press conferences from other schools. I gotta be honest. We get enough of them here. I watched every second of the Deion press conference. Um. I, one, I like Dion. He operates with no notes. You know, there's no like script that he's going by from what I can tell. Um, I mean, he really is almost kind of ad libbing everything. I think he's transformational. I mean, I think overnight he's going to he's going to do what Colorado for Colorado, what like Lincoln Riley has turned around USC in a year. He'll he'll have them turned around in a year. That doesn't mean they're going to be national champions in a year. But I'm telling you, they, Colorado will be a fat. Watch them. Watch what he does with these guys. Uh, he gets it. He understands how the whole system works, and he uses it to his advantage. But I was stunned by how he uh, he told the guys at uh, – I did think he did the right thing. He told the guys at Jackson State before anyone else. He met with the team, and he gave them you know, the speech that he was leaving. But he's like, don't, you know, y'all don't go be hitting the transfer portal right away. You know, Talk to me first. Don't make a mistake. And then he gets to Colorado. And he meets with the team now because they film everything with Dion. They put it out there. 
first thing he said, y'all may want to look at, at the portal because I got luggage with me and it's and it's full. Right. I mean, and now uh, and let me tell you it's something. It's a motivational tactic. It's a, it's a motivational, yeah, but now and it's also I have seen so many. It, Barstool Sports is one of them where they have, they have took his words and they have made it seem like he has said something completely different. They made it seem like he went in there and told these guys enter the transfer portal because I'm bringing my own guys. He basically said, okay, if you don't want to be a part of what the culture that I'm going to bring, and if you don't want to be a part of what we're going to be as a program and, and the cultural change, then get in the portal. Yeah. Then and, and he also they introduced only won, son. They only won one game. He introduced his son. At the press conference, they introduced his son. as Here's your next start quarterback. Well, but then he said he has to earn it. Yeah. He said he has to earn it. So, But it is a weird, weird I, – I, I thought he was going to stay here on the East Coast and be in Florida and compete with Florida, Florida State, Miami. Yeah, I would have thought that South Florida the job South Florida would have been, been perfect been fit awesome. for him. It would have been – I mean, Because that would have been Tampa, a, a step – you know, one step away from. I agree. I I think he'll bring in some good players, but man, it's a lot easier to bring in a few and have success at the FCS level than it is at the bottom Pac-12 school. Yeah, like he's got I a agree. long climb to make. I just I think he'll do it. I think there's enough people that gravitate to him, and uh, if he surrounds himself with the good coaches, which he has, I mean, look what he did at Jackson State. I'll be honest with you, man. I never even heard of Jackson State until he got there. You know, I mean, and I started watching them on TV. I Isn't watched their weird? I watched their game Saturday. Didn't Walter Payton go to Jackson State? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just not familiar. I mean, that familiar with it. Have you ever watched a Jackson State game? I did because of Dion. No. I'll be paying attention to Colorado now. Do you think he'll be a success? Yes, I do. I L- think he'll, I L- think he'll be a success, and I'll parlay that into something else. <laughs> LRB says, "Ask Troy." Sorry, this is LRB, not me. Ask Troy. This is the guy in the big puffy purple this is jacket. The puffy guy this is the, you know he's got uh, starter heat, jacket. He's guy. got heat exhaustion from early in the show. So ask Troy if Dion will be as good of a coach as his prediction for Mike Singletary being the next greatest coach in the NFL. Singletary still could have been a great coach. I still he's he He could have. Yes. He still could have been. He had he the right pieces. There right. was just just like EC could have been ten and two this year. Well, that, that is true. They could have been, and that would have been. And Singletary could have been the best coach of all time. What are your yeah. thoughts on Motown? Disaster. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. Yeah, man. No, but I think I think Dion's one of these guys. I mean, he's watch what he does. I think it's gonna be impressive. I think he will. Obviously, with the rules the way they are now, with the transfer transfer uh, portal deals, where people can just leave at the drop of a hat, and it's easy to switch out a roster. Um, and the talent that he's going to bring with them, I think. It's, and look, Colorado—it's not like Colorado is a dump. You know, that's a beautiful place. Boulder is a beautiful place. Yes, I mean it's a—it's a—it's it's a class school. Yeah, I mean it's—it's it's not a. I mean, it, it is impressive out there what they've done. They just have, and they look, and they have won a national championship before. I think it was nineteen. Yeah, but I mean nobody cares about that, right? Right, now. but I'm saying that they have. He's starting it <clears throat> over. But it's not like he, I think recruits would rather go. Oh, this was the so he started over with a lot more resources than Jackson State, obviously. But the, we got to find the audio of this. The, I don't know how much they're paying Dion to come, but it's obviously neither do a they. Lot. <laughs> the guy, said, they don't the have the AD, money. Hold on, the AD was asked, "How are you paying for him and all his assistance stuff?" Well, we'll figure that out later. We're not quite sure, but we'll get it. He said, and I quote, that we don't have the money. They it's don't like, have the money to pay this guy. 
like, it's like you, Chandler. It's like, all right, you've had some car issues lately, right? Yes, I have. It's like you going out with our friends at Phelps Chevy. Mm-hmm. All right, great folks. And you going to buy a brand new Chevy Tahoe Z71, all right, tricked out edition. Yeah. Those are beautiful vehicles, right? Yes. It's my dream car. I'd love to have one. I, you know how much they are? I have no idea. I mean, tricked out the way, you'd, you know, could be like 80 grand. A Suburban might be even more. Um, But that would be like you going to buy it, and you get it. But then we say, Chandler, how are you paying for this? Go, I don't know. We'll figure it out later. We'll figure it out later. I don't have the money for it. <laughs> That's exactly what it would be like. But, here, but, man, you'd have a shiny new, brand new, awesome vehicle. And it'll get me around town. Heck, yeah, it will. But you have no idea how to pay for it. That's the deal they have going right now in Colorado. But here is a Dion is month to month. Yeah, yeah. it could get repoed by another school at any time. <laughs> but here's a fast fact from Ellaby: Primetime will be taking over a program that has only had one winning season since 2006. Man, but see, I think too these coaches they love to take over programs that are down and out because then they look like the hero, and it's a lot easier to take a program in shambles and then to try and fix it than it is to be that next guy to come in after the guy that's had all the success. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Deion Sanders, now he's going to want his money, of course. I mean, but he's not worried about having it right away right. because he's got all the money he, It's not about – I mean, look, everybody <laughs> wants to be paid. It ain't about – he's got plenty of money. He said that in the press conference. I just don't love the fit. It's a little weird, I mean, on the surface. but it, Colorado's it, a very swagless school. And Dion is, but evidently the, the AD there is top notch. You know how much he, he, pulled, he pulled it off. I mean, he recruited him 100. percent Didn't even have to pay him up front. You know how much swag he would have had in Florida, or or, know, or that's the what swag that South Florida would have had. I, I, look, I think he would have made South Florida power because of what he's doing. But I would have been also like the attention it would have brought the American Conference. Dion prime time you know, coming to Dowdy yeah, Federal right, Stadium. Right. I, I'm saying I've been, we talked about that last week. I yeah. think. Deion Sanders coaching South Florida. They come into Greenville. That's a big-time game all of a sudden. Also, and guess what? All of a sudden, maybe we're on primetime ESPN because of it. We had a version of this, this discussion last week. What's an easier path to the playoff two years from now, South Florida or Colorado? I, I would think South Florida. Actually. I agree. Yeah. I, I think take, South Florida. Because you'll get a slot, just like uh, that Tulane Flo- That Florida talent that's down there that he could easily recruit yeah. then and again, pull away. Then again, they're not going to have to play USC and UCLA in a couple of years. And then you think about yeah, this. It's going to get a little bit easier. Not only are you recruiting high school kids, but also with the transfer portal, these guys that are not getting looked at like they're supposed to at like a Florida or a Miami or a Florida State, he's easily getting those guys to transfer down the road to Tampa. Look, I think it's the higher of the year. I don't know. what the, Some of these other ADs, though, like if I was Georgia Tech, if I, if I was Jay, I would have been all over trying to get this guy to come to you know in atlanta but jay bat may not like Dion. he may not like his style not, he may not be a fit for everybody he may be too showy you know he may be too many antics that he doesn't like some of these ad's are can be sticks in the mud clip as you know yeah you know not all well, these ad's or college now, presidents want that attention because it's going to be 24 7 now they're going to film everything they're going to put everything out there you know and, and he's he's coming with a lot of hollywood show business stuff and, with it and South- that's what sells man he also had a failed prime prep academy thing that closes doors that uh, i don't i don't know a ton about it but it was a massive failure that i know some schools are scared about as well yeah so i'm saying i think there's some schools that might not have offered him so when you say why colorado it may be because that's where the opportunity was this to take year, that next but, step up but yeah i feel like something else would have came better now, apparently know. cincinnati was in the mix to get Dion. 
So there's another American school that he could have gone to. Now that now Big to me, the, well, excuse me, Big Twelve. But now you talk about not being a fit. I feel like Cincinnati would be more of not a fit to Dion than Colorado. Yeah. But the, I mean, but the uh, South uh, Florida. The, the, the thing he's done instantaneously, though, he's put Colorado on the map as far as coverage. People, ESPN, all these places are going to start paying attention to what Colorado is doing in the world of college football, where they didn't give a damn the last 10 years I, I, mean, I can so. tell you right now you said it earlier and it's true but Colorado doesn't have any swag it's, <laughs> it's mountain people it's a mountain university but now Prime's going to put Prime on it I mean just Jim Rome talking about it today for 10 minutes I don't know if you heard that <clears> segment <throat> but he's like look I, he's like I don't know what they're it's worth 5 million just what I've been talking about on the show he was saying you know he's like I would never talk about Colorado football he's like I've gone on about 10 minutes on it on my national show just because of Dion yep so the exposure they're getting is worth every penny that they can't afford to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, uh, Craig said, I hope Prime rides out on the Buffalo in the first game. That would be pretty cool. Oh, that would be awesome. First game, ride out on the Buffalo. Yeah. Ralphie? I mean, well, and Ralphie? The I believe their first Ralphie. game. How about this? Their first game, I do believe, is against, uh, I think, Nebraska at home. Uh, Nebraska or Oklahoma. One That's early in the year because I saw Dave they, Portnoy say they were going there. But Matt Rule versus uh, Dion, uh, the 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 swaggest person in the world <laughs> versus the lamest person in the world. But that's a hell of a matchup to start right there. It, I tell you what, if Dion wasn't there, it would be an Am awful I, matchup. Is that the first game? Am I? It's their first home game. First home game. How yeah. about their first games at TCU? Wow. Who was in the college football playoff? Could be a potential national champion. Yeah. Well, no, no. They were. Where they? No, no they they're, came they're out three. Full. Yeah, three. That's they right. didn't move at all, despite their loss. They went from being like crying that we, our season's over to ecstatic. We're still in this thing. We could win a national How about our. Within a day. How about our good friend Corey Glor in his second year at Hello. Tulane? Say hello to the Cotton Bowl. They're playing USC in the Cotton hello, Bowl. Hello, Lincoln Riley. Yeah. So that could have been us playing Lincoln Riley. Clip, you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, I know. I know you want to go fantasy. The words right out of my mouth. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Lincoln Riley. It would have been the Lincoln Riley uh, rematch. Revenge game. God, it would have been great. Could you imagine us going to Dallas, Texas for the Cotton Bowl? Who's us? Me? ECU. Oh. Yes. No. I don't know. We're going to Birmingham. We're going Woo-hoo! to Birmingham. We're going to Birmingham, baby. <laughs> We're going to the ham. Just, We're ham men. I did have a couple of people that live in Birmingham contact me. And I look, I'm sure Birmingham's a lovely city. I've been there. It's you know. I hope it's a lot nicer but, than it was last time. But uh, they're like, oh man, Birmingham's great. You do this, 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 and this. I'm like, none of it appealed to me. You can go to the Pizza Hut. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is your best you have to offer. No offense, but uh, I'm just not feeling it, man. All right, but. I will do my best to be there, Clip. Good to be bowling. To report for Pirate Radio. Let's get another break in. We'll come back, wrap up hour number one. More to go. PRL on a Monday. Back with you after this. listening 
to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor-to-Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Let's play uh, Guess the Line. Y'all have probably uh, seen it. I have not. All right, good. I've not seen it. Chandler, you seen the ECU Coastal Line? All right, well, Troy, you're up. You're in the hot seat. All right. East Carolina and Coastal Carolina will kick it off 645 December 27th. And East Carolina and Coastal, the line is what for the game? I'm going to say ECU by five. All right. That's my guess. You are a tad low. Pirates by seven. Okay. I believe that... It was four when it first came out. Does this line mean that Coastal's quarterback is probably not playing? in the game um, i believe so because like i said the the line was four when it was announced that it will be ec versus coastal carolina in the birmingham bowl that was the initial you know, line and it's jumped three points in the past day. you know where the perfect uh location for this game to be played would have been myrtle beach myrtle beach bowl yeah yeah kind of silly both teams from the carolinas having to travel to birmingham alabama yeah, kinda, it's like cincinnati and uh, louisville are close in proximity and they're going well, to Massachusetts. I would have loved a ECU Marshall matchup in the Myrtle <sighs> Beach Bowl. They picked UConn that's an independent. Uh, you know, I think we would have packed that stadium out. Yeah, from that standpoint. UConn's not going to send anybody there. Absolutely not. They're not going to have anybody. Kenny Curling's now apologizing for his um, dumb his assery. Actions? Yes, he uh, Earlier in the program saying, now that was the dumbest thing I've ever said on Pirate Radio. I believe he might have been referring to Motown when we talked about that. Oh, well, he's, then that was... But look, that's... He said multiple dumb things. That's though. in the past. That's but in fine. case you missed it, Kenny asking if we were doing a fifth quarter post-game call. Are we show. doing a I fifth mean, quarter? What are you talking about? For the bowl game. No, no we're nah, gonna... We'll take that one off, Kenny. We're Un- here for a damn unbelievable Campbell. Kenny, and by the way, A&T. Hold on, let me tell you. We're going to sit out a bowl game? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Let me tell you how dumb this is. Kenny's been with us from the beginning. This is our 20th season from Pirate Radio. We've never not done a fifth quarter for any games the last 20 years. Why would we start now? Kenny, what Are the you a hell? moron? What, what the hell, with Kenny? You, Kenny? <laughs> what the hell? I'm embarrassed to call you my friend. Damn. Jeez. I need to, oh my God. Put Kenny in a rehab for dumb ass. And you know what? You always Look. say, uh, people I talk to don't know. I guess you See? talk to Kenny. Yes. <laughs> I hang out with a bunch of morons. <laughs> See? That's why you got to dumb it down for folks. That explains a lot. <laughs> We've been looking for a sign, for an yeah. answer, for some sort of explanation. Yeah. And we got it today. Well, I say a when lot of people Kenny, don't know. When now Kenny stupidly asked if we were having the fifth quarter for the bowl game. That suppo- is laughable And he's stuff. supposed to be one of our best and brightest. <laughs> well, 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 if that's the case, we're screwed. <laughs> I uh, mean, come man. on, guys. Man. Come on, guys. Jeez. Sure, we'll hear from Johnny D in the fifth quarter, which we're having, Kenny, 
after the bowl game. John Moody reminded us we did a fifth quarter in the middle of a, of a hurricane. <laughs> Get with right it, Kitty. Yeah. After damn. a uh, South Florida game. Golly. Hurricane was approaching. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That was the game where uh, Willie Taggart ran up the score. Yes, he did. And now he's been fired now like he's three times since then. Yeah. yeah. And uh, who, took the, who got the job at FAU? Because uh, Trent Dilfer went to UAB. Yeah. Gosh, I don't remember. It wasn't Lane Kiffin or Willie Taggart. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. What if it was Florida University I, Atlantic? I wish I didn't. Oh, yeah. F U A. You're still going with that joke? That was a new one. <laughs> I, I reversed it. <laughs> F-U-A. Okay. All right. All right. Um, let me Jeez. see. F-A-U. Tell Kenny. He probably thinks it's hilarious. Tom Herman. Tom Herman, <laughs> yes. Former Houston coach, for, former Texas coach. How about this? Four of the teams entering the American will have new coaches. North Texas just fired their coach. After they made the championship game. Yeah. They fired Seth him. Trill. Uh, so you have Tom Herman going to FAU. You got Trent Dilfer. By the way, folks, Skip Holtz was a candidate for that job. For UNC Charlotte? Well, for UNC UAB. Charlotte and oh, UAB. UAB. Yeah. But UAB and, is going with Trent Dilfer yeah. as their head coach. And Charlotte's the other team. And then I Charlotte's was, uh, going with the guy that Charlie, coached high school. Can you look in, uh, it's probably Sports Bar. Can you find the Trent Dilfer cut, Charlie? Um, because I think they made a great hire, and you'll hear why in just a moment. Uh, the college football playoff is set, Troy D. Do you think they kept Michigan and Ohio State separate on purpose? 100%. I do, I do yeah, as well. No, they, if they rematch, they rematch in the national championship game. Yeah. They have to earn it. It's too easy to put it in. I think they, they moved TCU up higher than they would to avoid that. Got oh, it. gosh. I remember this. So this is Trent Dilfer and – because TCU probably would have been four. I think they. I agree because they lost hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And, and Boo Corrigan can say whatever he wants, but he doesn't scare me. Not no. a Boo Diddley. <laughs> so Trent Dilfer, NFL analyst, former quarterback, and I forgot this. I, what did I, he say? I think this can apply to college football as well. Well, he he's going to want to win games. Yeah, but you can't do this if yeah. you want to win games. So Trent Dilfer dropped <laughs> this knowledge on us years ago. You cannot lose games yeah. in the NFL That's and right. still win. You know, and he's let me tell you something. It was right then, and it's right now. Yeah, that's good. Does that, that translate is, to college? You think? Absolutely. You still think you need to win? No, play and one not more lose? time. You cannot lose games. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Hundred percent. It goes for college. So just substitute. goes for high school. Okay. You cannot lose games in high school and then and still, still win. win. It goes for uh, if you want to take it a flag football in youth league sports. Yeah, you cannot lose games and still win. Uh, here's the thing, guys. That applies to any athletic competition. We have a UAB just hired a smart man. Yeah, that is facts. That goes for everything in sports. This kind of sounds like if Brian Bailey was a head coach, something he would say. <laughs> I mean, a stat, a stat is a, is a statistic. <laughs> Gather around here, look at these stats. A, a, a stats are what a statistic you can look at. It's a statistic you can look at. See, <laughs> he'd probably love to be on Trent Dilfer's staff. We brought in a stats guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's our chief statistician. Analytics. <laughs> But analytic is, uh, uh, let's go to Brian Bailey with the stats. But we're losing games and we're not winning games. It's a statistic you can look at. <laughs> this really sucks. <laughs> hey, you know what? Who you know who sucks? Weaver, you. 
I texted you this morning. Come on the show. He hadn't responded yet. Well, that's because he's gone from Billy to uh, oh. to Chrissy Weaver. I, did I text the wrong person? Yeah. You're, uh, he's had a, Billy's had a little change. Yeah. He's, he's transitioning. I don't know about Weaver doing all these drag shows for kids around here. I don't know what's going on in Farmville. I'll start talking about it. But this. Weaver's dressing like a woman. Yeah. So there's. Uh, By the way, Shirley, let me just say, I said earlier, I want to say it publicly. You look great today. I can I like the Pirates are going to a BCS bowl or all dressed like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong person. Shirley, you look very nice. Thank nice button-up shirt, khaki pants. Leave Shirley alone. No, I'm just saying. I know. I wanted just, to publicly just, say how nice she looks. That. That's a fact. That's a fact. This is the nice. This is the nicest I've seen Shirley look all year. All right. I've never seen Shirley look. You nicer. always say too much. I'm okay. just saying. Now's a good time and to wrap there it up. She goes. Yeah. I just. Any just, reason you look so nice today? Troy. Troy, shut up. Right. Troy, shut up. You're about to get your ass whooped. I'm done with the segment. Like, look, you're literally about to get your ass whooped, and we're not helping you out. We're going to sit here and laugh. I just want to say you look great, Shirley. Thank she you. does look all right. great. All right, we'll leave it at that. All right, all right, all right. Come on back, Cliff. <laughs> the, the defense rests. <laughs> no further questions, Your Honor. Uh, my witness now? So, Shirley, what? Uh, never mind. All right, uh, Troy, good stuff. We'll see you Thursday. Yes, Thursday at three. Look forward to it. We'll pick uh, can game. we hear the BB laugh for old times' sake? John Moody wants. Oh, uh, we got. It. Uh, yep. <laughs> Craig, oh. did you want to read Craig's line or no? You, you skip that one. Eh. <laughs> the reason it gets so nasty. we already talked about this <laughs> seriously y'all gotta shut up so of course Trent Dover says you cannot lose games in the NFL and still win Brian Bailey says a statistic is a stat you can look at and that's of course is a statistic you can look at Craig says uh, that's almost as profound as Troy saying Singletary would be a great coach if he surrounded himself with the right people Troy Palamuna or whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing all the hits yeah, today. That's Ellerby right there. Oh, I thought that was Troy. That's why I was like, I thought, yeah. No, Troy's Mr. was uh, Palamuna. Troy's was trying to say Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. and he yeah. called it Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger. All right, Troy. Well, uh, we'll fun see you times. Today. Good seeing yeah, you. Enjoyed it. Onward and upward. Fun. We'll uh, talk with you later. Well, uh, we'll switch gears for a moment. Talk a little hoops when we return, and uh, we want to hear from you. Talking bowl game. You can uh, give us a call three one seven twelve fifty or chime in on Facebook Live or YouTube. More to go on Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market? 
Do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has the answers. Give uh, Scott Car- uh, excuse me, Scott Harris today a uh, call today at 347-1857. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clint. All right. Thank you, Cheryl. So his name's not Scott Harris today. But you can call Scott Harris. You can call today. Scott Harris today. Today. Why wait? It's Monday. It is a Monday. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live. Brian Bailey will join us at 5 o'clock. We'll open up the treasure chest for the first time of the year around 5.30. Get your dialing finger ready for that. The net rankings are here. The net rankings are here. Huh? A, a ranking is a, a number you can look at. Look at. Oh, okay. In a, in Thank you. For, Thank you, Brian Belly. The first uh, net rankings for D1 basketball are out. Number one. East Carolina. Not quite. Damn. Number one is Houston. Okay. No, number two. Okay. Is. East Carolina. Former point guard Tristan Newton plays for UConn. Correct. UConn. Well done, Chandler. What number is, well, number 363, and in last, is Hartford. So it goes from 1 to 363. Where is East Carolina Chandler Honeycutt? 172. 172. Shirley, would you like to play? I'm going to say 237. All right. Let's uh, split the difference and say 202. Shirley, how about we meet in the middle at 202? Is that fine with you? Y'all meet at 2.02 at around 4.20 and uh, have a chatter. Mm-hmm. 2.02 is ECU. So, uh, hey, a win tomorrow night, they'll break into the top 200. 200. Let's go, 200. Um, if they can beat UNCW on the road. I believe we are a top 200 program. Okay. That's just my bold take. That's my hot. Take. Well, it's your belief system. It's my opinion. It's an opinion. It's a belief. Uh, an opinion is a uh, is a thought that you can express. Correct. That cannot be proven. Yes. Although it could. <laughs> right now, that can't be proven, but until it can. We're, right now, we're not a top two hundred team, but we could be with a win tomorrow and, night. Then I would be. Then I, it would be proven that I'm correct. That my opinion came to fruition. Correct. Look at you using fruition. That's pretty good, Chandler. Well, I mean, I don't mean to boast, but I am a former member of the National Beta Club, which, I mean, if you were once a member, I guess you're a lifetime member. Chandler, uh, you got a message uh, over the weekend. We won't say who from, but uh, from a listener who said something to the effect of the positivity and joy you bring each day lifts the spirits of said listener yes and i was very um thankful and grateful to blessed i was very blessed and um it made me it warmed my heart yesterday to get that message from a listener he said good afternoon chandler i just wanted to thank you for having the best personality anyone could ever have i may have a bad day here and there but i know hearing and watching prl in the afternoons will lift my spirits your great attitude rubs off on your listeners, and I appreciate you. Thumbs up emoji. It reminds me of how much of a curmudgeon, uh, curmudgeon I am. But Have you ever gotten one of these? We're doing, uh, uh, sure. 
we got a we got a good cop bad cop thing going chandler and it is your job each and every day to lift the spirits and you do a great job of that i do appreciate that and it it does truly warm my heart knowing that i am making a difference in people's lives by the way shirley you know what the uh the girls used to say about chandler in high school here we go he had a had a great personality <laughs> i have heard that several times stop disrespecting me bro you have got a great personality <laughs> i ever heard somebody say what do you think about chandler he's a great guy funny he's funny he's funny and got a great personality great personality and that is that is short for he's ugly as hell <laughs> wow but what he's lacking in that department he more than makes up for it in the personality department yes this is true and that's our guy that's our man of chan chandler honeycutt each and every day here on pirate radio live unless it's his birthday yeah if it's my birthday <laughs> see y'all. yeah all uh, all bets are off at that point correct all right let's hear from the head basketball coach of the pirates mike schwartz pirates coming off a win and he will get to know the uncw rivalry firsthand tomorrow night in wilmington and he talked about that and more we've talked about this before that a lot of the things that we go through this year is the first time you know it'll be the last time that it's the first time and you know we've gone we're going through the first time right now two actually hold on one second that sounds familiar to the loss yeah that's that's that was i just realized that the date is wrong on that let's hear about uncw we didn't deserve to win that game (laughs) (laughs) we we didn't deserve to win we're not a 200 that was awful it's like wow that's are you trying to be prophetic or something but our team has a good personality i like the personality of our team ah because the our team's funny hold on <laughs> especially when luigi debo's doing something crazy our team has a great sense of humor may not be the best looking team but it, i mean it but it's funny and has a great personality that's why because you put michael schwartz instead of mike schwartz <laughs> i was being i was being formal i, I don't I, look I, okay now i, I got it I, I now i got it i try to be classy about it yeah well when you do that you screw up I, i'm gonna put his <laughs> middle name next time <laughs> when i'm trying to look for something okay here it goes all right yeah, you know, I think you can feel it uh, just because they're a really good program, great university. I think we got a great fan base, great program, great university, and the proximity of the schools, and I've heard people talk about it. The other thing is, you know, it's, I have a little history with UNC Wilmington in terms of knowing some of the coaches that I've been fortunate enough to work with, Frank Haith, Rodney Terry, uh, Coach Jerry Wainwright, who to me is just one of the, the, the best people and best coaches that there is. You know, all coached there. Coach Wainwright was a head coach there. You know the lineage of coaches they had there so i've been to trask coliseum i've seen it i know the environment that that we're about to step into but just a great respect for their program and and they've done really well in basketball and um you know again i've been fortunate enough to hear about the rivalry over the years and especially my time here i've already heard about it yes this team is top 10 in the country in taking care of the basketball you pride yourself on defense leading the offense how can your team kind of learn from this game i know it's prior to the game but and take that into conference play well our defense is nowhere where i'm hoping we can get it to and 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 you know obviously we'd love her to be at its best tuesday night and uh but but that being said you just give so much respect to their program and their guards and how they take care of the ball anytime you can average nine turnovers a game right in that range i mean they, they have great ball security they take care of the basketball and they play an aggressive style on offense too it's not like they're just holding the basketball so you know obviously their players their coaching staff they've done a great job 
with establishing that. From our standpoint, we have to continue to try and do what we do well, and we would like to force turnovers, but by the same point, we got to make sure that we protect. We can't give them easy baskets at, at the rim, and they're good at going to get those. So it's going to be a great challenge for us, but you, you know, we'll see what we can learn after the game, but we have to be a lot better on defense than we are right now. Their full court pressure and kind of the, their speed transition how much of a concern is that? Or do you feel like you guys have some pretty good guard play to kind of combat that? You know, I like our guard play in terms of that we practice against it every day. Um, again, I don't think we are where we want to be defensively. We've had moments where we have been and it's been effective, but we practice against that every day. And so I think what they do, at least we will have some familiarity with it because we do practice against it every day in terms of the pressure, the full court defense, or trying to create turnovers. They do a good job creating turnovers. They have really good guard play. So I think there will be some similarities in terms of the, our styles both ways, offensively and defensively. Uh, but you got to go do it on a road court in an environment with the with an older team that's won five games in a row and playing really good basketball. So uh, you know we'll see. Is it important not to get I don't know too sped up in a game like that on the road where maybe guys try to do too much against that style? Yeah, I'm sure. You know you have to try it. Motions will be high both ways, and I know our guys will be excited in terms of just the atmosphere. We know what what, what it's going to bring in terms of the fan bases, and I know we'll have a, a nice uh, you know fan base of Pirate Nation that will be there, so that'll be fantastic. But yeah, I think you just got to keep your no, uh, nerves calm. You got to stay and, and stay poised because they're going to bring an intensity on defense and offense, and if you get sped up and you get sped up early obviously it can lead to runs and especially when you're on the road what, what are your thoughts on Shaquem Phillips from then he's a local kid plays South Central uh, what, what have you just seen from him yeah I mean he's a dynamic scorer dynamic player he's had success well beyond just this year I mean obviously you know I, I haven't been here long enough to know the whole lineage of him going to UNC Wilmington but you know I think there's great I've said this many times and this includes the Wilmington area there's great basketball in in this part of the state in this whole state and the eastern part of the state so when you have a local kid at, at South Central which is a great program we know their coaching staff I mean he went to Wilmington and, he, and he's doing really well and you, you know you're proud of him because he's done that he's a local guy so in terms of what we're going to face um, I think the fact that he's local doesn't make it any different he's a dynamic player that's a, a really talented guard, one of the best guards there is in terms of in their conference, and he happens to be we're playing against him tonight, you know. Do you guys, uh, is this part of a like a home-and-home? Home? Do they come back next year? Yes. Uh, when, when we started this series, uh, we're going to play three times, and they're going to come to Greenville the next two years. And the only way that, uh, you know, that we were able to agree on this is if we went on the road first. All right, so there's Mike Schwartz with some scheduling details there. Uh, Pirates go on the road. UNCW coming here a couple of times to renew the old CAA rivalry. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go on Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk some football, look at some bowl matchups, some NFL when we return on Pirate Radio Live and read some of your comments. Yesterday, uh, Pirate Radio already are, are put out a how do you feel about the bowl game do you like the bowl game do you dislike the bowl game we'll read some of those responses a lot of people didn't like it yeah yesterday was a very negative day yesterday was the worst day in ecu football history you would have you would have thought it i mean you would have thunk it who would have thunk it who would have thunk it this is a trashy bowl i hate this bowl game well not gonna watch it (laughs) what did willie smith say this game's trash. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to Willie Smith coming up Tuesday on the show. 
I wonder what Bryce Williams will say about it. <laughs> do you this think ball Bryce, sucks, Do you bro. think Bryce knows about it yet? Uh, when it? What channels it on? <laughs> More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-292-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, chime in with your thoughts on Twitter, Facebook Live, YouTube, or you can give us a call, 317-1250 on the Pit Electric Live line. That live line will be open coming up at around 530 when we open up the Pyridio Treasure Chest for the first time in 2022. Winding now the days in 2022. All right, Johnny always has some stats for us. Johnny R., Johnny G, basketball guy, Johnny R, stats guy. Uh, He says, the bad news is UNCW is undefeated at home with an average margin of victory of, get this, 48 points. The good news is they have only played two games at Trask, and those games have been against Allen U, not sure what that is, and Mount Olive. So haven't exactly played a high level of competition. Uh, so far in those blowout wins at home all right uh so on sunday it was announced east carolina would play coastal carolina in the birmingham bowl december 27th 6 45 kickoff our pregame coverage begins 2 45 on the bud light pregame tailgate and we put out a question are you happy with the birmingham bowl matchup of ecu football versus coastal carolina let's read some of the responses bp3 said bowling is bowling but not the location i hoped the players would have been rewarded with justice former pirate radio intern said happy to be in any bowl just wish the matchup was a little more interesting uh, yeah mm-hmm, yeah i like the matchup i like it too but i think i would have rather played like a sec team let's or, talk about that or an acc team playing missouri is cooler than coastal to you I didn't say Missouri. Did I? They're in the. You said an SEC team. So yeah, you did. They're in the oh, SEC. And, and I said or an ACC team. Okay, Missouri's in the SEC. That's not my opinion. That's a fact. You said playing an SEC team. Missouri's an SEC team. Which is why I brought them up. I mean, I would like to have played an SEC team. You'd rather play Missouri than Coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. All right. But once again, I'm not hating on the matchup. But I think there would have been a better option out there. I just, I'd rather play like a nine win team that's going to want to be there than the 10th place SEC team that's going to have everybody opt out. You got, and, and to put some respect on your name, 
you've got a point there. <laughs> I just want to put some respect on it. I mean, I, you're, I, you're, you're, your name's a little dry today. I thought I would just sprinkle a little bit of respect on there. I appreciate that because there's not a lot of respect on my name right now, Chandler. Well, I just douse some on there. And you giving me that respect will uh, will go a long way. Um, weirdo troll and YouTube's not happy. That's shocking. Jansen says Mizzou belongs in the SEC like Matt Rule belongs in Charlotte. Ho! Hey! Watch out! Okay, well, I don't. <laughs> nobody's arguing on if Missouri belongs in the SEC. I'm trying to state facts here. I don't give a damn about Missouri. That's kind of my point. I don't care about playing Missouri. Chandler loves Missouri. I'm a big Mizzou fan. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big Chris Haymeyer fan who went to Mizzou. All right, fair enough. Uh, let's see. Um, I've got Smoker Incorporated. Yeah, what did Smoker say? Smoker said this. He said, it's certainly better than another losing season, but it's not the level of opponent this team wants, and that has always scared me when it comes to ECU football. Coastal has the ability to beat us if we show up flat. We have to want this, or it's going to get embarrassing. Why? Go Pirate Flag. <laughs> Why are we? I'm sorry, not we. Why is Smoker and people of Smoker's ilk <laughs> looking down on Coastal? They have been better than we have the last five years. The last three, especially. They've won 11 games, 11 games, and what, nine this year? Yeah. Sure, they don't play the level of opponent we play, but I think a lot I of people wouldn't have are, said what I said if, I, if they weren't losing their coach. So you are not as excited about this game as you would be East Carolina versus Missouri. I'm excited about the game. Let me finish. You're not as excited about it as if we were playing Missouri because they're losing their coach. I want to play Eli Drinkwitz. <laughs> I want it to be. I want. I want to beat the crap out of Eli. Eli. I mean, is that all I can ask for? We beat him in 2016 when he was the offensive coordinator for state. Why not beat him again? Jack says, I like the matchup better than BC. Jonathan says, the location, not so much. But we are playing in a bowl game, and it's a winnable game. Happy for the players to get to go and experience all that comes with bowl trips. I want to read all these comments, whether it's negative or positive, in a mad manner. There is one guy that's happy. Martin. He lives in Birmingham, so he is ecstatic. Yeah. So he is very happy. To the question, are you happy with the Birmingham Bowl matchup, VCU football versus Coastal Carolina? Brady says no. Thank you for keeping it short and sweet. Ben says, yes, Pirates are playing in a bowl game. Dan says, I'm told I'm just supposed to be happy we're in a bowl game. <laughs> oh, somebody cheer up Dan. He got up on the wrong side of the bowl bed this morning. You can feel whatever you want to feel. All right, now the um, YouTube troll has done a name switch and is saying the same thing his previous name said. <laughs> We're not going to read your comments, YouTube troll I kind of like, I, I, I like watching him switch from name to name <laughs> yeah. and like commenting different things. Yeah. But funny. they're very similar things. Oh, yeah. It's all the same. Nut job. Oh, Otto. Otto says, I was hoping for Syracuse. 
but a good old backyard brawl is fun to watch also let's go pirates i agree with that i like the regional matchup here and why not get coastal and start playing them regularly down the road did you read austin he said very happy any bowl game is a blessing amen all right austin you're too excited okay amen brother hallelujah no you need to slow down you can be excited but you're way too excited oh whitey he used to sit with whitey when i was growing up uh in section 15 of dowdy ficklin stadium whitey says i'm putting the party the pirate party bowl bus together man so i hope everyone is going to like it must be 21 or over i know he's been waiting to do that for a long long time oh whitey eight years in fact good good fella unless they did it last year adam says average record this is where we should be yeah there's something to that kent says this is what kent said what did you say kent kent says this isn't probably my first choice but that being said these guys have worked their butts off ass worked their ass off to become bowl eligible for the second straight year Arguing about bowl destinations beats the hell out of years of not being eligible. Well said, Kent. Way to go, Kent. I like your words. And I like uh, your brothers. Shirley knows what I'm talking about. What's his last name? Smothers? Yeah. The Smothers Brothers. Gosh. (laughs) That's an old people joke, Chandler. No wonder I didn't get it. Man. The Smothers Brothers. Webb's on my on my uh, same thought process. Would have preferred playing Missouri. <laughs> Was he John, John Green? Missouri man. <laughs> Wanted to play him. They got Eli Drinkwitz, man. <laughs> oh man, uh, Ted is more down on the American economy. He says yes, but airfare is much too expensive. Uh-huh. Gigi says no. Chris says no. Drew says at least it's not Legion Field. Yeah. That's the way to look at the bright side. Chandler says, I will gladly take this over the stay-at-home bowl. Scotty Moe had us in a few years in a row. I hear you there. Uh, John, I agree with John. John says, matchup great. Location, meh. 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 All right. Pirate 89 says, happy to be bowling. Brad says, ugh, I'll be watching on TV. Birmingham wasn't great the first time I went for a bowl game. Hey, shout out to Brad. He's gone in the past, so he has experienced it. I have says, to. a second trip, not for him. Okay, nobody's talking about you right now. Yeah. Talking about Brad. Hunter says, meh. Dude bro 1967 says, <laughs> go Pirates. Yeah. Enjoy the Dude bro. Dude bro 1967 says, go Pirates. Enjoy the bowl festivities and get that dub dude bro dude bro 67 adam on facebook live says after all the losing seasons how can you hate in any bowl because adam it's so easy to hate things you can hate whatever you want man i hate this pen (laughs) this pen anymore i hate through this this pen i hate that remote i hate these papers i hate hey hey, watch it i hate everything you're getting out of control well i hate it though did you just shirt me i shirped you hey don't shirt me simmer down <laughs> uh dirtball sports says a disappointing birth for a disappointing team man chris says absolutely not um <laughs> jack says what does uh coach connors think about this bowl matchup 
I'm trying to think of how to do Connors. ECU versus Coastal Carolina, Coach. First, and- we're going to have to do a lot of push-ups because I heard in Birmingham you have to be very fit to be playing in this bowl game, but good thing I got these players ready to go. Lombardi once said, when you go to Birmingham, you better be ready to ball, brother. I'm sorry I'm talking too loud. Shirley took her headsets off. I guess I'm talking too loud. You you ought to see me in the locker room and the weight room with these guys. But I like it. We're going to a bowl game, baby. Let's go. All right. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate that. Would rather play Mizzou, though. <laughs> I really like that Eli Drinkwitz guy, man. All right. Sorry, Coach. Where's Mizzou? Matt says, just being honest, not thrilled at all. Coastal may not be thrilled with us either. That's true. But this is what you have uh, to deal with when you don't finish the top of the conference. Very true. Uh, Coach Todd says, it's a bowl game played on the 27th, an extra month of practice for our young players to enjoy and get better. That is very true. Uh, You might have read these. Michael said no. Pirate John said nope. Mark Uh, says, no, it's stupid. (laughs) Should have just played it in Myrtle Beach. Sending two teams that is close in proximity (laughs) to Alabama is absurd. It's stupid. Stupid. It's so stupid. Do you like this bowl? Double bogey bet said no. KP says negative speed racer. Dirt Dirt Ball Sports says a disappointing birth for a disappointing team. I read that one, but I'm glad you redid that one. Uh... Suggested name said, such a trash bowl game. We should have higher aspirations. Higher. (laughs) Wow. We should have higher. Higher spelled H-I-R-E. We should have higher aspirations than this. We do, dummy. We are supposed to win, and a loss is terrible for the program. We need to shift all attention to getting out of the American (laughs) ASAP. (laughs) Shut the hell up. He didn't say that. I did. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Suggested name. We should have higher aspirations than this bowl game. Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Suggested w- name. We did not choose this game. They chose us. We did not set out this season to go 7-5 and five on purpose to get in this game. And now here, look, our attention's here, our attention's there, our, our attention's, attention's everywhere. Yeah. What should but we, we focus ha- on? Well, we need to shift all the attention of getting out of the American Athletic Conference. ASAP. ASAP. As soon as possible. Shut up. G-Money said, I would like Tampa over Birmingham, but at least we're a bowl eligible and we get to go somewhere. There you go, G-Money. But you need to have higher aspirations. Uh, and shift your focus. Keith is down bad. Mm. Keith said, Coastal came in second to James Madison where ECU coach Houston coached. He is playing a team that isn't even as good as the team he left to come here. There is no spinning that into a positive. <laughs> well, I ain't going to try, Keith. I ain't even going to try to spin it into a positive. Richard said, at least Coastal won't cancel like BC did. Hmm. Jonathan said, irregardless, we need to beat them, period. Man, put a period in all caps on it. Man said, on a scale from 1 to 10, he's at a 0. Not happy at all. Uh, So there you go. I've gone to Facebook. I was like, hmm, we're giving Twitter a lot of attention. Uh, 
by the way, on our post on Facebook, over 120 comments. One of the comments is former ECU linebacker and probably the greatest name in college football history. Dustin Lombach says, this will be a great game. Just proud and happy for these players to get to play in a bowl. Thanks, Dustin. What does he know? Well, yeah, what do you know, Dustin? I don't care about former players and their thoughts. Clip, really? Yeah. I want to hear from the fans. You want to hear from the people that think they know what they're talking about but they don't yes and that's say, way more entertaining yeah that was very boring dustin you should have said something very <laughs> like, up, out, of, out of the blue can we block him from our facebook page no more dustin lineback and that willie smith guy get him out of here too it's trash he said this, this game bold. is trash this game is trash <laughs> we'll uh we'll let willie defend those comments tomorrow uh jack says have we ever asked the question why is there a bowl in birmingham jack that is a great question Man, for the first time probably ever, Facebook's got more of the, like, more common sense comments. Usually that's where you find the just out, just crazy, crazy yeah. comments. But a lot of positivity uh, on Facebook. Uh, Jansen says, not sure why people are upset about this matchup. The regionals last year were fantastic. I'd like it to be a reoccurring rivalry. That's kind of where I'm at as well. Now, we should go to the, some of these message boards and read what they had to say. I think we should. Man, I wish I could read the troll stuff on YouTube, but i that's a rule. I can't read it because it's not, like, legit. But some guy said I was at a glory hole last night. Whoa. Yeah. I want me some glory hole. And there it was. Glory hole. <laughs> me and, and Jerry. Behold, me and Jerry. Jane. There it was. Right. I can't tell you how many times in my life when I have had it handed to me in a lot of different ways, but I went back to work, got up on Monday morning, and there it was. Glory hole. Right there in the middle of it. 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 Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour two. Got Brian Bailey, hour three. Got treasure chest, hour three. We're going to open it up for the first time this year and make somebody a winner. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, talking Birmingham Bowl, East Carolina and Coastal Carolina. That is the matchup. American champion Tulane taking on USC. Boy. 
close to getting in the college football playoff. Instead, they'll be in the Cotton Bowl facing Tulane after losing to Utah for the second time this season on Friday night. Uh, Kyle says, why the bleep do we think we're too good to play Coastal? Do people not on televisions the last three years? Coastal's been good. Atticus said, I would have been disappointed with this matchup if you told me this would be our bowl opponent at the beginning of the season. Given the way the season played out, I'm happy with the regional matchup against the program with some similarities to us. Interesting statement. Chandler, if I told you before the year East Carolina would be guaranteed a bowl game and that bowl game would be the Birmingham Bowl against Coastal Carolina, would you take that heading into this season? Would take, of course, I would take the opponent, but not take the location. So you you get one or it's all or not. If you were to tell me like it's it's a bowl game, we're playing coastal, I'd say, oh, Myrtle Beach, I'll take that. Birmingham, eh. It's all or nothing. So your answer is no. No. My answer would have been no as well. And in that case, you're kind of risking it, saying, all right, let's just play the season and let's see what happens. Let's see what happens and we'll just play it by ear. So I agree with Atticus in that regard. I would have not uh, have taken that before the season started, but that's where we end up after going seven and five this year. That's uh, where we are. All right, uh, let's take a look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. Croatia defeats Japan today in the World Cup. I got up Saturday morning, watched the World Cup. That was a bummer. USA losing to Netherlands. Uh, today, Croatia won on penalty kicks against Japan. Brazil uh, hammered South Korea 4-1 that final. Coming up tonight, NFL, Saints at Bucks. <laughs> Panthers fans, I guess, root for the Saints. If they win, you'll be one game out of first place still with a meeting with the Bucks with a chance to sweep them. So somehow, someway, the Panthers are still alive in this thing. It's crazy, but that's the... <laughs> Can you imagine Clip Brock? Can you imagine nah, this? I can't. I can't Can imagine. you imagine this? No. Nah. The Panthers, <clears throat> I watch long. Not just the Panthers going to the playoffs, squeaking in the playoffs, but I watch it. How fun would that be? So, Saturday, that would probably be like the first Saturday game. The Panthers play, and what if it's a... And then what if right after that, the 430 game is Washington's playoff game? That would be sick. Um, here's the remaining schedule for the Panthers. At the Seahawks, at home against the Steelers, at home against the Lions, at the Bucks, and then away against the Saints. I guess the Steelers haven't given up yet. They've won two in a row. And the Lions are fighting. The Seahawks are fighting for a playoff spot. The Lions are in the playoff hunt. The Bucks obviously are. And who's the last one? The Saints. The Aints are about – this uh, could kind of put them away. To, if the Saints win tonight, they will be. But, uh, yeah. By the way, uh, we got the slate of games on that Saturday, that Saturday. Um, December 16th. That and then also – And then uh, the Panthers will be playing on a Saturday, December 24th, which is Christmas Eve. They'll be playing at 1 o'clock against the Lions. By the way, Commanders-Giants flexed into Sunday night football. Wow on december 18th wow and i'm already just in shambles wow can't handle it good luck i don't like this pressure too much pressure but man it's fun all right so uh tonight on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard you've got monday night football you've got 
uh some nba as well um hornets in action at home against the clippers light night in college hoops tonight i look at it real quick not a lot of top 25 teams in action by the way north carolina no longer in the top 25 after they lose their fourth straight game uh, this time to virginia tech gonzaga is five and three on the year uh of course they play a lot of tough teams but they are at home against kent state troy will be at san diego state those are the only two games involving top 25 teams on this monday on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck all right let's take a break we'll come back double b brian bailey joins us and then at around 5 30 we're going to open up the treasure chest for the first time so all that on the way here on pirate radio live on a monday back with you after this Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. And they will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville and Chandler. Blood, blood drive alert. Blood drive alert. Blood drive alert. There is a do-good opportunity for you coming up this Saturday, December the 10th. It is at Kinetic Physical Therapy. They will be hosting a blood drive. Come to 1540 East Arlington Boulevard to donate blood and help save not just human lives, but animal lives as well. For each unit collected, $10 will be donated to the Bear Garden Animal Rescue to pay for a needy animal's medical expenses and get them ready for adoption. So to to schedule your appointment, just go to redcross.org and enter Kinetic PT or contact Dr. David Edwards himself at 252-902-7061, and he will schedule schedule you directly. Now, back into PRL, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome back in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Clip Brock, Double B, Brian Bailey inside the Pirate Radio studios. Time for East Carolina to enter the bowl season. And uh, Bailey, as you know, something we... Have not uh, been able to talk about a lot this time of year, so uh, nice to be back in one, right? Yeah, that's what the goal was when Mike Houston took over, to get this Pirate program back in bowl games, and uh, he did it last year, got the Pirates back in a bowl game this year, and uh, really, you know, when it first came out, I think I was like a lot of folks, a little disappointed that it was Birmingham, but, you know, the more I talk to people, I know it's a new stadium, it's a new venue, Birmingham's done a, a lot of different things since the last time we were in Birmingham, so kind of looking forward to the trip now. Yeah, and you talked about this with J.J. McLean on your show just the and you brought up a good comparison to it like the nfl mock draft where there's so many projections and every publication has one and some are more informed than others and who knows if any of them are really informed at all because you almost have to wait until to see who loses on championship uh saturday to determine where these teams are going to a bowl steven igo even said 
it somehow came down to like ohio state getting into the playoff and it trickles down from there as to how ecu ended up where they are which is just crazy to think about but that's the way it is so um you, you just never know and you are very locked in when there's a coaching search or something going on but even with your sources throughout this thing bailey that there was a lot of up in the air it was a lot of up in the air and i think that's because nobody really knew i think i think the thinking was never okay you're going to be here the thinking was always uh you know well could this could happen that could happen like you said trickle down effect uh it just uh i like the old days you know when the the bowl representatives would come and they would you know have their 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 suits on their their sports jackets and their colors and they would you know come in and, and you know they would invite you on the field and uh, i just thought that th- those days were you know but i know the bowl tie-ins and everything but it, it kind of is a jumbled mess i mean it's, it's kind of like a big jigsaw puzzle I and mean, people are putting slots in here slots in there and doing it all you know discombobulated sometimes well the, uh, the presentations those were done after like the conference championship though right like well this was even before that it was it was more like sometimes they would lock in before some of that stuff was played right. yeah it was you know I'm, I'm talking i'm talking about back when the ball was round I mean, it was... <laughs> well and a lot of older pirate fans will remind you there was a year where ecu won what eight or nine games and didn't go to a bowl right yeah so, i remember those days too yeah some things are better some things are worse but uh just good to be bowling how about the opponent uh coastal carolina bailey the chanticleers yeah and they've had a good program for a number of years years now and they they you know they're a known program the sunbelt conference is one of the most underrated you know conferences i think in the country uh you know there's a lot of folks that, that like the sunbelt because of the the natural rivalries you can have there with with some of the teams in the sunbelt the more regionalized uh rivalries that you can have there and and you know down the road the, you know the um, there may be an american you know merger with the Sun Belt because I think those are some teams that, that they should look at especially East Carolina, Charlotte you know that kind of thing. Those teams should look at some of those teams. Yeah that, I mean that's a good point. I wish we could have uh, done that instead of adding these Texas teams right. I mean, in yeah. the American. Now from a talent standpoint uh, UTSA uh, is going to finish near or in the top 25. They'll be coming right. here uh, next year. I also saw that four of the new teams coming into the American have new coaches, I believe. Yeah. Uh, that would be FAU, UAB, uh, North Texas, and Charlotte. All have new head coaches right. coming in. So, going to be a lot of changes uh, coming in with these new teams in the American. But, yeah, the, the fun belt has kind of carved out its own niche uh, among college football. You see them kind of during the midweek sometimes, like you see the Mac. So, yeah uh and and it's a, a regional conference but yeah I, I like the matchup i like uh again it, it'd be cool if it was closer since you're right. having two teams that are so close uh but yeah i think it'll be fun i think if it were in myrtle beach just saying how many fans of course that thing couldn't hold all the fans that would want to see that game so uh if you want to see it you have to pay a little bit and get to birmingham you got your uh trip ready scheduled what's that look like for you we're still working on it um there's some things you know in motion we're definitely going to be down there we're just not sure how many days and that kind of thing we're trying to figure out you know what what the bowl you know birmingham's a little different as far as some of the things that, that they'll the 
players will be doing. Like I remember when the play, Pirates were down in Tampa and, and St. Pete in that area, you know, they're at the beach and they're doing different, you know, things that are really visual. I, I think in Birmingham they're limited a little bit. You know, I, I think some of the activities. I know bowling is one of the activities. I know there's a, an activity. I think the players will really enjoy some kind of virtual uh, video game type thing. You know, those guys you know love that yeah. stuff anyway, and I think that that's going to be a, a very popular uh, event. And that's why we were trying to have uh, Mark Meadows, the executive director for the bowl game, on, but he's not feeling well today. He's sick today, so he couldn't go on. But he'll be on with us next week as we get closer to uh, getting down to Birmingham and the Birmingham Bowl. How about Tulane winning the AAC championship? Uh, I, I thought they would take care of business. I, I really like that football team. I think that they showed a lot of maturity. You know that they 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 knew how to win football games. I go back to the East Carolina game, and that that game could have gone either way for a while there in the third quarter, and Tulane made the big play and was able to uh, to beat East Carolina in that game. But it was a hard fought game. Yeah, and uh, and good to sense uh, UCF out of the conference in, in the way they did. Uh, how about the other games on uh, over the weekend? USC goes down, uh, loses their spot as Utah knocks them off. Ohio State uh, is in. Um, in the other games, a couple of blowouts on Saturday night, Clemson over North Carolina, Michigan rolling. TCU loses, but they get in as a dramatic game there. They lose in overtime to Kansas State. So pretty wild uh, championship weekend. There were some great games on, and we were working on the Eastern Finals on Friday night when USC was playing Utah. And the first time I turned it on, USC was up 17-3. And I yeah. thought, great, Lincoln's going to be in the, the playoff. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then the next time I looked, it was not good for uh, Lincoln and Riley and for USC. So uh, give the Utes credit. They beat them twice. I was wondering what the committee would do. Do you think they separated Ohio State Michigan since we just saw that game, or do you think that's really how the numbers played out? You know, that's interesting. I, I think I think you almost you have to do everything you can do to separate them. Because it's I, Ohio I mean, you would think Ohio State would be three, TCU would be four, but they reversed it so they yeah. wouldn't meet in the, yeah I, I think you are set over the ohio state georgia in the first round yeah, which boy, is a great not, game that's not bad at all and i can't wait for the 12 team deal i think that's going to be a lot of fun yeah i think as an east carolina pirate fan you know if you're in a situation and you know you have a great year you don't have to have a perfect year to get in that 12 you can have a really really good solid season and get in the 12 and you know it's not gonna happen every year obviously but you got a shot and you that's can, all that's all you ask for now if you're a coach you can recruit and tell your players in the locker Room that's that, right. hey guys we got a good shot at making the playoff this year yeah i mean yeah. you got a, at least you got a chance so you're saying there's a chance that's all we want is yep. a chance yeah all right let's uh let's pick a bowl game bailey uh it's we're bringing it back 40 bowls in 14 oh, days let's hit 40. the music oh here we go 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days oh my goodness 40, 40 bowls in 14 40 days, days. 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. Yes! 40 bowls in 14 days! All right, BB. Speaking of a top 25 uh, UTSA team, UTSA number 25 
against uh, your personal nemesis, Troy. <laughs> this is the Cure Bowl going on Friday, December 16th at 3 o'clock. Uh, so Troy versus UTSA, two top 25 teams going at it in Orlando. Yeah, and there was some talk about East Carolina possibly down there because the Dowdies have a lot to do with that bowl game of, of Dowdy-Ficklin Stadium. Uh, Megan Dowdy, Ron Dowdy's daughter, is uh, on the board down there. So uh, they couldn't get that thing worked out. But I'll take UTSA in that game for sure. The Roadrunners, that's going to be a, a unique trip next year for East Carolina, Brian. They play in the Alamo Dome yeah, where the Spurs used to play, and it's uh, a very unique college football environment so i've always wanted to see the alamo so i'm hoping that that'll work out you remember it uh yeah i do remember i read it in the history book i wasn't there though okay ha hey all right bb uh how about them cowboys how about them cowboys i tell you that, that was, was a weird one that really was it was 21 19 and, and the cowboys scored a touchdown i felt a little bit better uh i feel the coach just fell apart it was it was ugly it was ugly late i mean i did something i never do and i i put the cowboys on the smaller tv and watch yellowstone after that just to just to be entertained before i went to bed but uh that was that was a good win cowboys have a, a very uh not easy schedule because any game is, is difficult but they've got a schedule that's favorable i just saw who they got board. next yeah houston yeah good grief i know what a mess what's the spread are. gonna be there good question uh you gotta put it at like 15 and a half 16 17 yeah but um i tell you what i hate him obviously but thank you tony pollard uh could be a league winner for me this year yeah. that guy is ex- as explosive as it gets tony pollard's really playing well did i read that that was zeke's first non-start when he was yep. healthy but yeah. it was a disciplinary i read that reason? yeah i didn't know that last night but apparently he well it sounded like he was either late for a meeting or he was uh, his cell phone went off uh, and Jerry Jones said, I'd been a little more lenient, but I'm glad they did it. I mean, if a rule's a rule. I think he got disciplined because he's not as good as Tony Pollard. Oh, I think so, too. <laughs> I think he's got a role. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. But I don't think, you know, I, I think there's no question that Pollard's got a, he's just got a step right now. And he's he looks really good. And that offensive line has played a lot better than I thought they would this year. So when uh, two NFC East rivals go at it, Bailey, you, you always say, if it's not Dallas, you say, I hope, I hope they, they both, both lose. lose. It almost happened. <laughs> well, it kind of did. Uh, a tie between Washington and New York. I heard uh, <clears throat> it was Big Cat on Barstool said, if division opponents tie in their first meeting, the next game should just count as double. Yeah. So it's like and double then, or nothing. And you're getting ready to play again, right? We next play week? in, in, two, in right. next week, yeah. You got an off week this week and yeah. then you play again. So whoever wins that one gets two wins. Yeah, whoever doesn't gets two losses. they should. And it's kind of going to work out that way anyway because Seattle won yesterday. Right now it's Washington, Seattle, and New York kind of vying for those final two spots. Detroit all of a sudden is kind of in the mix. They've uh, won three out of four or four out of five, I believe. So, but right now it's those teams. Uh, you you look at me like with your nose in the air, like oh those teams at the bottom of the wild card, those paltry teams <laughs> behind us, <laughs> those peasants. Well, what I was looking about was trying to think. You know, the Cowboys have to get some help. You know, they do play the Eagles on you know, Christmas Eve, but even if they win that game, if they don't get any help, then they're not. Gonna, How many are they back? You know, they're back two, two. So yeah. you can get them if you beat them, but that's one, yeah. and you got to find something. You got to find some help somewhere you might get it from well no it, so i need them to keep it close because i need the giants to lose and they play philly the last week and if philly's got it locked up that's not going to help out washington right. at all so we need the cowboys i guess to stay on the eagles heels yeah i'm hoping they do i'm hoping that cowboy uh commander game at the end of the season means something so 
Yeah, very well. And it could. probably will. I mean, right now it looks like it will at some, some sort. The only way it wouldn't is if, if Philadelphia had clinched the East already and if Dallas had clinched the top wild card spot, then it wouldn't mean anything for Dallas. But I'll, that, I'll take that. That top wild card spot, you know, it, it puts you probably playing at Tampa Bay unless somebody else comes through. And Dallas lost to Tampa Bay to start the year. I'm, I've been high on the Niners. I said going into the year they'd represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I've kind of stuck with that, but... And I don't even really like Jimmy G, so I don't know if that changes too much with what happened to him yesterday. But I was looking at some of the playoff scenarios, and yeah, at Tampa is a very winnable game for whoever goes there. Right at the Niners, if Brock Purdy is their quarterback, I mean, right, that's, that's winnable. certainly winnable. And Kirk Cousins can screw it up at any point. So I, I think the playoffs are going to be fascinating either way. I think so too. It would be nice if uh, if San Francisco would fall in that four slot. I think Dallas owes them one anyway, and that would be the four five game if, if everything plays out. But you just got to go on the road. You got to win a game. And you know what happens? Is we always look at it the, the, the way the, the you know they're paired up. And you think, okay, this is this, this, but it never happens like that. Yeah, it's just like the bowl we were talking right. about earlier. Exactly. Uh, Bailey had some Friday night hoops uh, in Minji's Coliseum. Good bounce back win for East Very Carolina good. the other night. Yeah. RJ Felton was red hot yeah. shooting the ball from the outside. If they can hit the outside shot, and you know, Coach Schwartz, you know, he kind of looks at this thing as a, a work in progress. You know, he he talked to us the other night we were doing his coaches show, and he said, you know, the guys are working hard and trying their best, and you know, he really wants them to play much better defense, and and they they. They need to at times, but uh, yeah, I mean, Campbell was a good basketball team, I thought, and the Pirates just dominated that game. Kind of interesting one tomorrow night to see if they can go on the road. Their yeah. first road trip did not go well uh, up to ODU. The, we'll see what happens when they take on UNCW. Have, have you looked at them at all this year, the Seahawks? I haven't seen them much this year. I watched them a lot last year. They've got a couple of you know local kids. And, oh. Uh, uh, South Central, yeah, Shaquem, yeah, Shaquem Phillips, and uh, so you know, you look at, at what what they've got, and uh, you know, and and they had a really, you know, they they won. They're as Ken Watlington will tell you, they're a national champion. They won one of those tournaments last year. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah the um, basket weave invitational or something like that. <laughs> And their coach that left Kevin Keats uh, might take over to NC State when Keats is fired after this year. Yeah, could <laughs> could happen. It's a, it's a carousel. How about State? Did you follow that at all this weekend? ACC games have begun. North Carolina can't win a game. Right. All of a sudden, they get hammered by Virginia State. State uh, had a bad loss off Pitt. Friday night against Pittsburgh. That was That's a bad loss for State because you know, I thought Kevin Keats and company were playing pretty good basketball. And, uh so they lost that one. Virginia, the Cavaliers, they're not probably the third best team in the country, but you know they keep they keep winning games, and they were a winner this past weekend. So who'd yeah. they play? I saw that game. I saw it too. It was uh, Florida State. They beat Florida State. Oh right, because yeah. Florida State can't beat anybody, and Louisville right can't either. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, Those Louisville two. literally is winless, right? I think Florida State has one win. Yeah, I think between them they're like one in twenty. Yeah, which so. is nuts. All right, what else? Uh, what's going on? Oh, I had a question for you, but you ignored me during the Brian Bailey. Sorry. Show. I had a great question. So you were talking about how when it comes to the East in high school, Raleigh, of course, but also Greensboro uh, considered the East, some of the schools, right? Right. So, and you said split. football is dominated by the Eastern part of the East, right. basically, uh, when you look at the teams. I was going to ask you traditionally, and I know we got Kinston and Farmville, some good – what about basketball? Do yeah. you see more Raleigh or is it – Well, the 1As are usually, you know, one of the smaller schools in, in, in our area. I think that uh, the 3As and 4As, that's where you see more of the Raleigh's and Greensboro's. Right. <coughs> but 
But yeah, in, in football, it, it seems like every year. Last year, we were about six weeks in, and I made plans for a trip because I think I've told you this before, but my anniversary is the 12th of December. 12, 12, 12 is when we got married yeah. because of the date. Well, that year, the state finals were on like the 9th. So I thought, you know, as soon as high school football wraps up, you can go on your anniversary. Well, this calendar flips, and sometimes that anniversary is right on state championship weekend. Mm. Now, this year it's not. But the, the fact that, that you've got, you know, all of that going on. So last year we looked at the the schedule and it looked like, you know, we weren't going to have anybody in the state finals. So I made plans for this <laughs> nice trip. And uh, we, we went on a trip, and uh, Garrett was going to take over. Garrett got COVID. He couldn't he couldn't mm. do anything. So Ken Wallington had to, he had to cover all the state finals. And we had a bunch of teams in the state finals last year. So we get some help from the Raleigh stations too, though. Todd Gibson will help us out with uh, Northern Nash this weekend. And uh, we'll get, uh, we'll be in. In, uh, Chapel Hill. I think Ken Watlington is going to go with me for the New Bern Grimsley game on Friday night. Watlington going to uh, Wilmington tomorrow? I'm sure. Yeah, he's going there for sure. Is he pulling for the Tar Heels or the uh, Braves or who's he pulling for? <laughs> he'll find one of those teams. Yeah, he'll be there. Ken Watlington. Uh, he'll be fired up for his Seahawks and Pirates going at it. Flow Sports, if you got it, folks. Yeah, if, if you, you got don't, it. you're out of luck. Yep. BB, thanks for hanging out, man. All right, sounds good. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Check out the Brian Bailey Show. Great interview with Mike Houston and JJ McClam earlier today on Pirate Radio. We'll take a timeout, come back, have more for you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live, about to embark on the moment you've been waiting for. The first time in 2022, we're going to open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest here in just a mere moment. And so many awesome prizes in the treasure chest this year. We've got uh, uh, two weeks and a partial week left of Pirate Radio Live. So we have more prizes than we have days. So we're going to have to double up on uh, some days uh, in the future. But from now, until december 22nd we will be giving away an awesome prize each and every day for your uh, folks that are veterans you know the drill for folks uh, that are just tuning in for the first time trying to win for the first time you will call in when we tell you to and if you uh, do win and shirley picks up uh, don't just give her your name and hang up you're gonna have to go on the air with us and chit chat and you have to fulfill that obligation to win your prize. So uh, get ready for that if you are today's winner inside the treasure chest. Uh, something that Pirate Radio has done for a long, long time, I, and Troy and Jonathan, I know they've said this in the past. I believe they said, oh, Shirley, you can speak to this. 
since you were uh, here from day one so the first ever treasure chest one person won all the prizes is that right if my memory serves correct uh that is right i know troy has told that story yeah can yeah. you imagine i just went troy could you imagine one person winning all this stuff <laughs> yeah we didn't have nearly as many prizes that first year as we did as we do now yeah but uh yeah we had one person call in and they won all the prizes in the treasure chest that year now we are sharing the wealth and spreading the love and uh we will do that coming up i'm kind of just like stalling here i mean i'm kind of ready to do it right now shirley we can do it right now chandler when would you like to do it right this second crank it up folks get your phones out we're doing it it's time and we're going to go call or what, Shirley? 12. 317-1250. It's open. The treasure chest is open. 317-1250. We will have caller number 12 join us on the other side of this timeout. The phone lines are aflame. The phone lines are open. If, you, if it's busy right now, just wait. Shirley's going to release a line. It opens up for a split second. There's luck involved. There's a little bit of skill. Can you be color 12 and win the first prize in the 2022 Pirate Radio Treasure Chest? We will talk to our winner and find out what they've won when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. For the latest news, interesting stories, and, of course, uh, awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 60,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live, day one, treasure chest. It has been opened. And we have our first winner of the year. Uh, A familiar name to me and the folks around here because he chimes in a lot on Facebook Live. Tuned in, I would say, nearly daily and has for years. Robert Matthews is on the line, on the Pit Electric Live line. And he has jumped in and got him a win. Robert, congratulations. How you doing, man? Clipper! <laughs> Robert, if I'm not mistaken, you uh, join us a lot from a lawnmower, right? Or, or cutting grass? Yes, sir. Yeah. I work for Herbert County Schools and in the afternoons. I'm on the lawnmower, and if you ever see me misspell something, that's the deal. <laughs> yeah, we always pick on your spelling, but it's a lot of autocorrect and you're cut. Yeah, so you're multitasking. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good stuff, man. Um, Robert, what do you think about the uh, the Pirates bowl game? I think you're you're not a fan of it, right? Uh, sucks. But I'm, <laughs> I'm just glad we're going back. So that's all that matters. But yeah. I wish it was uh, at the Fenway because I'm a big Red Sox fan. But anyway, it yeah. work out. Yeah, well, you get what you get. Uh, and you will get what you get inside 
the pirate radio treasure chest robert have you ever won out of the treasure chest before no sir no wow wow long time listener first time winner robert matthews today and robert where are you calling us from a husky a husky a husky all right good deal um chandler and shirley uh, i'm gonna have y'all ask one question to every winner so what uh what question would y'all like to ask to robert my question is is what out of the booty or the ah, booty ah, ah, can't get off that easy chandler i'm gonna ask that to everyone you have to ask a personal question oh robert. i can ask i can ask a personal right. question robert you seen jennifer lately god that's really personal jesus uh, they're, they're still perky oh there my you go. Okay. all right relax <laughs> Chandler. No, no, no. That was a reference to a previous conversation that Robert and I had. I seem to recall that. That that one spilled onto the air, too. Chandler, what's your question for uh, Robert? Uh, tell us about your family, Robert. What are, You got a wife, family. kids? Yes, uh, I've been married for 21 years. I have a wife. Uh, her name's Kathy. She's a teacher. She's been teaching for about 21 years. I have a son that's 17, Tana, and a daughter that is 14. Her name is Kate. And uh, they're good kids and wonderful wife and great family. Awesome. They're good kids. Good kids, Jeff. Good and it kids. sounds like a beautiful family. <laughs> all right. There you go. That's all. Uh, is that all we need to know about Robert before we find out? You uh, said one question. So. All right. Good stuff, folks. Uh, Shirley, let's run them down real quick for Robert if all we can. All right. All right, Robert. Here is what is available. You have an open chest today. No prizes have been won. So... On the line for you today are a $150 gift card from Bostick Sug Furniture. 12 pizzas from Papa John's. One free year VIP subscription to Hoist the Colors. $100 gift card to Familia. $100 gift card and gift basket from Beauty Bar Medispa. $100 gift card from Chico's. $100 gift card from Wings over Greenville. $50 gift card to Aiden uh, Country Club and two dozen Titleist Pro V1 golf balls from Brandon Manning and Farm Bureau of Winterville. $100 gift card from Tiebreakers. $100 in cash and a t-shirt from Sparky Snowballs. Bud Light Fire Pit, Cooler, and Tailgate Chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Natural Light Can Jam Set, Cooler, and Tailgate Chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Bud Light Carolina Panthers Cornhole Boards from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Tailgate Party for 10 and Gift Basket from Parker's Barbecue. A Pirate Fan Gift Basket from UBE. $100 gift card to Coco's Sports Bar. One $25 gift card to Christie's Europe. Pub, one from the Dap House, one from the Sidebar, and one from the Jarvis Street Bottle Shop. Four different $25 gift cards, $100 total. $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. And a $100 gift card to Shimmer Boutique. All right, Robert, so that's what's in here. Uh, any preferences for you? Wow. I'm just, I'm fortunate, very fortunate to win. So Chico's or tiebreakers or money would be great. All right. There you go. Some good food and some good uh, some good money would be good to him. Um, Stan says, congratulations, Robert, and love to the family. Family. So, uh, that's nice of you, Stan. All right, uh, Shirley. Wow, here we go. This is exciting. Here it is. Right here. The first treasure chest prize of the year suspense all right killing me. i'm nervous i am I'm too nervous. I'm what shaking if my robert boots? we do have a new uh piece of paper in there this year that says you win nothing robert yeah <laughs> what if he pulls that you out? win nothing yeah all right hold on we should put in some uh what's the opposite of a prize punishments uh, you can no <laughs> longer listen um anyway i'm sorry go ahead Charlie. all right robert wow roberto Robert, do you like to play cornhole? Wow. Yes, ma'am, I do. 
Well, Bud, you just got a Bud Light Carolina Panthers cornhole boards from Carolina Eagle Distributing. That is what I'm talking about. Man. Too much. And you know what makes it even better, Robert? That has Carolina Panthers on them. Mm-hmm. How awesome is that? Yes, sir. <laughs> Robert, you can re-gift this to a Panthers fan. <laughs> I, I got a feeling that Chandler is trying to convince you to no, donate said cornhole boards to Chandler. No, I want him to enjoy them. Do you think you could throw a cornhole bag more accurately than Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and P.J. Walker? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> 100%. All right, Robert. So, uh, Shirley, are you, do you have his info? I have your info. We will get you uh, all the stuff uh, taken care of, and we'll let you know what you need to do in order to uh, uh, get your prize. Okay. Well, I'm, I want to tell you all, thank you all for everything you do. I love the show, and I sent Chandler a message, and, you know, you all awesome people. Well, thank you. Well, thank we you, appreciate yeah, that very much. Robert. That does mean a lot. Thank you, you. Uh, you're one of the, uh, you're in our neighborhood. You're one of our our family here, so we appreciate it. Appreciate Here's it. Robert. Uh, we appreciate all you fine folks who yes, tune sir. into us each and every day of the year. And now is our opportunity, opportunity to give back to you for all your support throughout the years. And thank you also to our awesome sponsors who make this all possible as well, including carolina eagle distributing so i can go ahead and uh mark that off your list i'm gonna mark that one off shirley Rhodes, and i'm gonna put robert matthews beside it and that is our first w of the year and we are off and rolling folks i mean that is a awesome prize that's a that's a good way to start the uh the treasure chest and sure by the i mean this is robert it paid off for him robert has been a loyal listener for years I mean, and in 2022, he finally gets a treasure chest prize, and that prize just so happens to be cornhole boards. Well, you know what it is? It's good karma. I agree. I was going to say that, He sent something very nice to you, very complimentary to you about how you you are, you know, such an asset to the station and to the show, and voila, he was caller 12 today. He absolutely deserves it. Is that karma or is that collusion? See, and that, that's what I don't, nah, I don't want think people it's to think. I, I think I don't it's, want I think to it's think good that. karma. Well, that's you can what have I think. good karma and well, bad I think karma, you're wrong. and you can have good karma. And I don't think that you should talk about collusion <laughs> and get a, sta- a radio station in trouble that you work for <laughs> and that you host. I think I, that's a bad idea. That's the kind of person I call it like I see it. That's like, bad I've karma. never heard <laughs> of this is bad karma. I've that's never, bad like, karma. Pirate radio is going to be called on for collusion, and it's going to be because our. Our very own host started started the rumor on live air on the on the radio station. I just want to make sure everything's on the up and up. <laughs> but, Great, that, does, but that is crazy, wait, wait, though. Wait, 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 that is but crazy. You got to understand too, Chandler. Clip does love a good conspiracy theory. I love so a he, conspiracy he theory. He likes to throw these things out and see what sticks. Yep. This is what he does. This is what I do. Don't don't fall into the trap, Chandler. Well, I, I almost did, but I was my guardian angel lifted me up. <laughs> what? I almost fell into the trap. Oh my gosh! In the arms. Uh, let's take a timeout. Robert Matthews, our winner today. And by the way, if you think I have any say so in who wins, this is like a local politics bud. Local type politics bud. I mean, you think that. Morgan Aylers, the play by you know the PA voice for Downey Pickens Stadium, has a say so in who the quarterback is. He does. Well, 
That's local politics. I mean, do you think, you think guys, I have a say so at Pirate Radio who wins the treasure chest? I don't think so. Do you guys have a say so in Section 213 as to who Michael Schwartz is going to start on the court every I, night? Yes, that's actually true. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. We like to think so, I but that in part. reality, no, we don't. We pretend we do. Uh, Chad says he does not accept this and says this is unacceptable. Unacceptable. He will not accept him not winning today and Robert winning today. So well, Chad, you know what? I don't know. Again, what are you going to do about it? Chad is a lovable loser, always tries to get in Kent, and we had a first-time winner today. Will this be a year of first-time winners? Will it be a year of veterans? We'll see as the chest rolls along all December. First-time winner today. Take a time out, come back, get ready to wrap up this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. It was a down day for the Dow. It dropped 482 points, closed out at 33,900 and 71 uh 47 i should say the nasdaq was down 221 at 11,239 the s&p was down 72 at 3,998 that's your wells fargo advisors financial report for a personal look into investing call wells fargo advisors today at 756-6900 in greenville wells fargo advisors llc member sipc now let's head back into the show here's clip all right if you're just tuning in some breaking news your uh favorite college football player has entered the transfer portal just generally speaking. Also, Willie Taggart is reportedly joining Deion Sanders' staff at Colorado. Who are you talking about? <laughs> Just whoever your favorite player is. He's in the portal. It's, it's, it's a comment, Chandler. It's a, it's a general comment saying there's a lot of players in there. I, I think I saw there was over 700. Spencer Sanders, quarterback from Oklahoma State, uh, in there. Devin Leary, NC State. DJ Ugalele. The way you looked at me when I said that was hilarious. You were like, who? Wait. Wait, what? My favorite player. Uh, is it Jaira? Who's my favorite player? It was funny. Are you trying to be funny? Are, are you? Is that supposed to be funny? I'm, I'm trying to express the face you were giving me when I said that. I was just... The face I made was, what did I miss? Because I thought someone of some importance right to maybe i know what you thought but no i'm just saying everybody's in there there's a lot of people over 700 athletes in the transfer portal that's just right now yeah i mean a lot more coming college football too yeah we haven't even dove into the volleyball numbers women's basketball it's i mean it is a mad house up in there uh we will hear from mike houston coming up tomorrow uh, we heard from him after practice today. Shirley, can we get uh, some Mike Houston comments? Yep. All right, let's hear what he had to say after practice today. Uh, is East Carolina preparing for Coastal in the Birmingham Bowl? 
great to get back out on the field. Uh, kids uh, really, really positive and energetic and recharged. And, and I told me you, was, the fresh legs were obvious today. So uh, it was good to you know, be able to recharge and refocus uh, last week and uh, kind of get, uh, get our legs back up underneath us. So um, excited about uh, bowl season. You know, excited to uh, be back in uh, bowl eligible second year in a row and uh, excited about the Birmingham Bowl, uh, facing a, a very challenging opponent, uh, able to take a good look at uh, beginning to see, uh, you know, who Coastal is today. Um, you know, a nine-win team. And, uh, you know, really I'm, I'm sure that they're sitting there thinking, you know, if they're healthy, they're, it's probably even a, a, a better season than that. And so, uh, you know, they're going to have the same amount of time to kind of, you know, uh, heal up and recharge. So, you know, we expect to see a very, very challenging opponent uh, in the Birmingham Bowl, and uh, you know, just excited to get down there and compete. And so, uh, I think the you know the players, uh, you know, they showed that excitement today with their attitudes and efforts. And so, uh, just a good positive start to uh, postseason practice. All right, a lot of positivity, upbeat. Sounds like uh, the team is rolling and ready to go, and I know the coaches are very happy about these practices as well to develop the younger talent on the roster. All right, uh, congratulations, Robert Matthews, our winner of the Bud Light Carolina Panthers Cornhole Boards from Carolina Eagle Distributing. First win out of the treasure chest and a whole lot more coming, so stay tuned tomorrow and throughout December as we will open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest at least one time every day here on Pirate Radio Live. For Shirley Rhodes, the man of Chan, I am Cliff Brock. We'll see you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.